So I said, wasn't it originally a pagan holiday? And then they threw me out of the Christingle. Um, but I got to keep my orange. Merry Christ, Oh, God. To everyone out there, this is big damn Christmas. Oh, it's all about you, isn't it? It's all about you! Well, it is. Because it's that time of year. The time of year for giving. And my God, Ugh. Matt and I, our sacks are bulging <laughs> and ready. We've got so much to give you. Ready to give you everything. <laughs> oh, yes. And we... Oh, listen, see? Oh, the oh. magic. The magic is in the air. Oh, no. Sleigh bells. Ring. Are you listening? I'm having flashbacks to that time when I was six. Oh, God. Well... Maybe this will quell you. Today's episode, we're not talking about news. Okay, okay. We're not okay. talking about dark okay. memories. Okay. Instead, we're focusing this time on some of our favourite Christmas stories. And uh, we thought the best way to do it is to sit down, get merry. <laughs> so, <laughs> we may have already done that. But not just that, we've got a special guest joining us very soon. In fact, if you listen, listen carefully. Oh, oh. Chris. He's coming. Chris, don't let him get me. No, it's not him. It's not that one. Oh. It's the other one. Okay. He's coming. Okay. He's coming. Boy, he's coming. And soon he'll come here. So, stick around, guys. We've got a guest on the way. Um, Matt, for starters. Yes. Merry Christmas, sir. <laughs> Merry Christmas, cocker. Merry Christmas, by Jing. How are you this fine festive year? Have you got your presents under the tree? Oh, I have felt, I have felt your presence. That's our I one know what reference. you're getting. That's our one geeky reference out of the way. <laughs> End of the episode. Good night, uh, Yeah, in case... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh no. Wait, no. No, no, no. Hold me, Chris. No, Matt, Matt, it's not... Hold me. Matt. Matt, it's not Uncle Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> He's not coming. Oh, thank God for that. Someone else oh. is coming. A very special man is coming. The white... <laughs> Flowing fuzzy man is coming. Who? Soon. <laughs> Obviously, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Ian McKellen. In Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. If that's what, if that's what you believe. Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf the, the red, white... No! <laughs> so we, oh, wait, no, listen, listen. listen. Uh, no, no, it's not... It's, no! <laughs> Not again, Daddy! It's, it's not Uncle Nail File. Okay. It's gonna be fine. Okay. It's, oh, he's here, listen. He's climbing. Oh! He's climbing down the oh, chimney! No! We don't have a chimney, we've got a chimney. He's oh, climbing down the chimney! How's he gonna fit? <gasps> Look at the size of his bulging sack! It's so fit to burst! Oh no! Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> you I'm Father Christmas. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought you'd be deeper. Yeah, I didn't have time to practice the uh, <laughs> the voice or anything. Oh, I thought it was um, just your actual voice. No, all those phone calls I gave you earlier in the week, Matt, were just to terrify you. Oh. Pretending to be your uncle. <laughs> I am your uncle, Matt. Hang on. No, wait a minute. Hello. That explains so much. Wait a minute, Father Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That is indeed your real name. <laughs> well, well, it's a good job you asked, Chris Johnson. <laughs> He knows my name. He must be called oh, the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> We've got right, right. 
No, I've got to know. I've got to know. We're old enough now. We're old enough to have this conversation. I'll just remove my mask. <laughs> oh, God. His skin mask. His mask. Oh, it wasn't a mask. Oh, no. 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 Now that you're here and definitely Father Christmas, Hello. got to ask, yes. am I on the nice list or the naughty list? Uh, you're on neither. Oh. You've sort of slipped in between, you know, like purgatory. You're <laughs> yeah. sort of on that list. Oh. Uh, well, which is administered by B&M Bargains. Oh, so, so any uh, present I get will be something available from B&M Bargains. Yes. The fine folks at B&M Bargains. Yes. Who have kindly... Not sponsored this episode <laughs> of the show. Despite so anything, numerous requests. Anything you get will be discounted massively <laughs> from the original Amazon you, price. You might say it's a bargain. It's a, a B&M, B&M bargain. Why is it called B&M bargains? What does B&M mean? Is it Bernard and Mary? <laughs> or <laughs> Brian Mallory? Are we allowed to swear in this? Yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, so. swear away, Father Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, Father Christmas isn't allowed to swear, is he? <laughs> no, you can. Is he? Yeah. Am I playing... Am I Father Christmas? (laughs) Or am I... But it was that... Am I... Do I still have to pretend to be Father Christmas? (laughs) What do you mean, pretend? I'm really confused. Father Christmas is real. Listen. Listen to the magic bells. Oh, yeah. He's real. (laughs) He's real. No, not the bells. No. Not the bells. I wondered why that happened every time I touched myself. Don't make me wear the bells again. Watch him shake his bell. Um, um, do you know what? I was quite sort of merry before we did that, and then as soon as you record it, I'm like really chilled out. <laughs> well, that's sobered up. Have but you lost your Christmas spirit? Yeah, I left it round the back. I, I left it in your back alley. We need to make get some more. <laughs> we need to get some more down here. Then no, <laughs> open wide. <laughs> because today, ladies and gentlemen, me, Matt, and <clears throat> Father. Cynicism. After the fucking year we've had, we need some mirth. Yes, mirth, we do. Cynicism and um, girth. 
uh, you may leave with an itchy rash. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, a Christmas we can all stand by. A Christmas a traditional rash. Christmas rash. It wouldn't be the first time I've got that present, so I've got some cream. <laughs> Christmas it's gonna be Christmas fine. ointment. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we can drag our minds out of the festive oh, gutter. Please do. <laughs> For gutter. We're going to talk with Mr. Christmas. Am I still Father Christmas? You, or, or always... you still haven't introduced who I am. <laughs> I might save it for the end. <laughs> you have been watching. If you don't already know. Uh... We're joined by Mr. Guy Lambert. Yay! Uh, of, of 9 is 10 fame for those who listen to our podcast before. Uh, Barry Anana so himself. Um, and, it is uh, I, Barry and I. <laughs> I'm not here, though. He's not here. I'm not here, though. <laughs> but you are. I'm a sort of am. He's also a man who definitely does not live in a place in the northwest of England. No. But he does live in all of our hearts. I live in the minds of all I touch. <laughs> <laughs> He's a virus. Am I still Father Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're an epidemic. <laughs> well, confuse yourself further. Confuse yourself no further, because tonight, uh, or wherever the hell you listen to this, we're going to talk about Christmas cheer, uh, because I don't know about you two, I yeah. am a grumpy festive bugger, I don't like Christmas an awful lot, for I, various reasons. I don't like Christmas. Christmas. I'm not going into it, it's a oh, comedy podcast. I, I, oh, are they dark memories? <laughs> Nothing to do with Matt's uncle. But <laughs> I, I like Christmas a lot. But not before the 1st of December. Oh, it's well, a good job we're definitely recording this on the week of we're Christmas. definitely recording yeah. this in December. Yes, and not we're, a penny less. We're not a penny... <laughs> not a penny so more. So am I sat with a grumpy, psychologically disturbed man? Yes. And, and Chris. And, <laughs> and a man who detests Christmas... To what degree? No, I love Christmas. Oh. I love Christmas. But you just said you hated it. No, I hate it before December the 1st. So you like it when it's traditionally scheduled? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's kind of like going, I really hate Valentine's Day in June. Yeah. That's not like a yeah, thing. But it's only a thing because retailers and advertisers insist yeah, that Christmas yeah. starts the yeah. second Halloween but is over. Did it, did it stop us benefiting from Christmas prices in B&M bargains? <laughs> I, ask you I that, don't think Matthew. they were. I think they were pre-Christmas prices. How's that rash coming along? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> I, I, I've actually taken the top three layers of skin off, <laughs> and I'm starting to hit muscle. So hey, it's going to be a great Christmas. I'm going to put some more of that cream on. <laughs> we'll wrap bacon round the wound. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a matting blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we would gather today, and in the spirit of our usual bollocks, yes. we thought. We talk about Christmas films, Christmas television, specifically <coughs> from the realm of shite we know and love. Yes. But we just talk about the stuff we like, like the films we enjoy and the stuff we grew up with, because, let's face it, not all Christmas stuff's fun. Some of it's a little too sickly sweet. Sometimes you need that. Some of it's a little balls, others a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> really, toes. Some of it's really unlucky. Some of it's Do you get some Christmas balls. <laughs> It's, not, it's what the good, it's what the bad boys and girls get instead of coal now. They get, yeah, it's like coal's a very valuable, non-renewable resource. Yeah, it's too, so it's too expensive to get coal. You just drop a Unix testes in your stocking and hope for the best. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason they take them. It's for donations, yeah. for Christ Mouse. The Christ Mouse! The Christ Mouse! So I want to chuck out, I just want Jens to chuck out some of your favourite Christmas things. I'm oh, going to start, I'm going to start with the books. greatest, right, so there's, there's a book, right? Obviously there's a book, we all know the book. book. 
What's uh, the book? The, the, the good book, man. What good, what good book? The good book. You wrote a chapter. Do you not remember? Do the, do the actions. Are you saying Matt, word? Are you saying Matt wrote the Bible? <laughs> I did. You just insinuate. And knocked it out in an afternoon. <laughs> he wrote Job. And then oh, I wrote the Bible. This is Christmas. That's not the kind of white snow falling I was looking for. Oh god! I would have coated coated in mirth. It was definitely red. Was he coated in mirth? Mirth from mirth from the girl. (laughs) This is definitely too much red. Charles, (laughs) Charles, William, Herodotus. What are you you talking about? What are we talking about? Listen, you bag of I don't know! <laughs> Charles Billiam Erogenous Athorian Testy Dickens uh, once wrote a book called The Christmas Carol. The cr- yeah. A Christmas Carol. One yeah. of the most singularly overly. <laughs> a sequel to The Christmas Susan. Finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book that has been pillaged for. Everything, it's into all of its innards and outwards it has, has been, been vandalized like a fish. Yeah. So many adaptations. I think it's up there with like Dracula and a few others. Is like and Sherlock Holmes is like one of the most adapted characters and books of all time. Well, public domain, isn't it? it well, yeah. and Oliver Twist. All right, Oliver. Oliver. This is the alternative title. Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist and his clever dick. Put it away, Oliver. Oh. You've got to pick a pocket or two. Oh, God, no. Oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> Christmas sausage butter. Um, oh, God, no. He's a, oh. uh, he's a child orphan. <laughs> Not in my new remake for BBC Three, uh, where he is a sixth form attending <laughs> sexy orphan. Are you excited for the class Christmas special? What? What? A Christmas class See, special. A Christmas classmas. Uh, I'm really surprised by it because they didn't they didn't do any promotion for it whatsoever. No. It just it just appeared. Mm. It's they, just appearing on like, much BG3. like the show. They only promoted to people who already knew it existed. Yeah, April, uh, our lovable Mary Sue Bland Canvas mm. uh, has discovered she doesn't like Christmas, and over the course of the story, uh, Ram's dead leg comes back as a ghost. <laughs> Uh, Look what I got you for Christmas, Ram. A new leg. I got your leg. Takes her on a journey to discover the true meaning of Christmas. And her her withered heart grows three sizes (laughs) that day. Until Um, she's actually more heart than girl. It's actually... And explodes. And then she's just a giant heart walking around. It's actually an edgy, uh, sexy remake of The Grinch (laughs) That Stole Christmas. um, Starring April... And Rama Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> Are we only referring to April because she's the only person that anyone knows? No, it's uh, just... <laughs> it's like, April, my favourite character. Who else is in? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've got to go. So, the boss is down. Come so to your Good day, <laughs> <laughs> The Christmas Carol is one of the most adapted yeah. stories in the history of the... Oh, God, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, because I want to bring up my favourite version of Christmas Carol, which is the most accurate. Is the most... Accurate. I thought that was an instruction. It's the most 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 accurate adaptation, the most faithful, and definitely the most considerate when it comes to taking the source material and bringing it to life. And that's, of course, the one with fucking Muppets in it. Not for Christmas Carol. He's got no bloody eyes! He's like talking, staring at a penis. A bloody little penis. Um, <laughs> Mother Christmas Carol is freaking magical. I watch that every Christmas, and I'm not a Christmassy man, but I will always watch that movie around Christmas time. Mm. And I think it is solely because it doesn't take itself remotely seriously. Yet at the same time... It's strange, though, it's got Muppets in it. I know, well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, because it, it's the first Muppet movie to not be about Muppets. 
It's about people. Yeah. It's just Muppets a, just happen to be cast yeah, members. It's a world in which Muppets exist, and that's just <clears> taken <throat> as red. Yes. That's true, because like, the lead character is not... <clears throat> I was going to say Sooty. <laughs> <laughs> the lead character is not Too much. Too much. <laughs> what's, what's that, Ebenezer? You want to squirt everyone with a water pistol? <laughs> the audio adaption is amazing. <laughs> Sooty is not a character. But please, Uncle, said Fred, <laughs> turning to the old miser, as he stood up from behind his desk and said... <laughs> to be fair yeah and Sue came in and balls it up <laughs> yeah she's Sue, such a busybody to be you're fair. pregnant again Sue Sue was originally cast as Ebenezer Scrooge he was I <laughs> thought there was a massive massive falling out yeah he spent the whole first week just in his trailer getting yeah. high with Sue <laughs> just talking to himself yeah <laughs> um, so Sooty is not a Muppet and nor well he is he's the he's actor not a Muppet Who's in it that's called Michael Caine. Michael Caine? Yeah. Lovely man. Can either of you do an impression of Michael Caine? Well. <laughs> yes. Can we do a good impression of Michael Caine? That's no. actual, I, I, I can remember it, Chris. <clears throat> no. <laughs> we can do caricature. You sounded like um, a Muppet yourself. I, 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 no. I no. 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 actually just sound like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> also not a Muppet. Roar. <laughs> 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 uh, what just happened? Um, yes, but the, yeah, I like that film. When you read the words of Charles Dickens in your head, of course, the only voice that comes <laughs> to mind when reading these great works of British literature. I can't imagine what it would make. Someone talks like this. Someone talks like this. Can you do an impression of Michael Caine? You no. just asked us that. <laughs> It's called comedy, Matt. No, it is well, comedy. Not when Chris is involved, it's not. <laughs> Swine. Ah, ah. <clears throat> hey! Um, but yeah, Mother Christmas Carol as well invaded most of the 90s. If you had a Disney VHS, any time between like 1993 to 1995, that was the advert that was on every single yeah. one. And it always ended with the whole, how would the uh, thingies like to be? Unemployed! Heathwave! This is my island in the sun! End of trailer. And I'd just be like, I'm watching Aladdin. It's not Christmas time. Why, mother? Yeah. Um, it came out in 1993. Everyone loves Muppet Christmas. Is that correct? That's, I think that I believe so. No, either, either Christmas 92. Let me look it up. Uh, on my it came out Christmas 92. Yeah. And I went to see it uh, on my birthday. My goodness. So after in Christmas. In 1993. You're insane. Yeah. What a crazed man you are. I know. You should be put down. I went to see the Christmas Carol for my birthday. Is it because you in are in January? That'll you'll hate that. Won't you? <clears throat> is it... Oh, you! Is, is, is you! Only, is it only pre-Christmas joy? You Listen, hate, or do you hate post-Christmas? <laughs> I hate all joy. Okay, <laughs> I just hate all joy. Why did you kill her? Her it, name was Joy. <laughs> I just don't like anyone being happy, <laughs> including myself, unless on specified holidays. No, I'm only happy when I'm miserable. I'm like Morrissey. This is very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, Morrissey. But he's I... happy when he's making money out of being unhappy. <laughs> There's he's your happy. flaw, mate. He's happy when he's making money out of making other people unhappy. There's your flaw. Oh, well, I have many flaws. Am I still Father Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Hit me. So, okay. <clears throat> A Muppet's Christmas Carol. So Muppet's Christmas Carol, we love that. Yes. That, that's an essential. That's one I would recommend I people watch. I remember nothing about it. Uh, it's got Muppets in it. Yeah. <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. 
You thought the sooty was in it for a moment. <laughs> so you, so you definitely misremembered something about it. Sooty was, was waving his wand in, it. <laughs> in Michael Caine's face. <laughs> With a burst of pleasure, we feel it arise. That is a real lion. What is uh, Kermit doing it? Kermit Bob Cratchit. And yeah, because um, Tiny Kermit is. is um, and is he married me? to Miss Pink? Tiny Kermit. I don't know his fucking name. Tiny Kermit. I ask you. T- he's a tiny Kermit. <laughs> What's he called? I don't fucking remember. That's, <laughs> ah, ah, see, Tim. no, the tiny Tim. What was the little tiny the Tim? Little frog is a little frog. He's the one who sings halfway up the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. But I... <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, oh, was can you, can you listen? Listen, can you hear the bells? The bells. He's <laughs> coming. He's coming. Kermit's here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Guy, can you do an impression of Kermit? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Can you do an impression of Michael Caine? <laughs> can, can you do an impression of Kermit doing an impression of Michael Caine? That's very complicated. Uh, so also, me, your father Christmas me Michael Caine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Alan Guinness. Can you do an impression of Alan Guinness? No. Oh, <laughs> weirdly, confusingly, no. Oh, God. Oh, we have to jump through so many hoops to get there. The um, love we found. <laughs> Love we found. <laughs> oh god! Oh. I will say this before we move Christmas Carol. That annoys the tits off me. What? They uh, when it came to the, uh, I think it was the DVD release of the movie in the early two thousands. They screen tested it yeah. to a family audience randomly. I guess it was just. But they'd two. already released the but film. They already <laughs> screen tested yeah. it. But they screen tested it. So it was either back. Well, they already it. proven that it was successful. No, 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 hang on, no, no. I'm getting it wrong here. Oh, that's it. That's a surprise. Right, the film version didn't have this, but the VHS version did. When Scrooge, uh, when Ebenezer and his missus from back in the day, right. for the first thing that makes him all cold when they break up, and they sing that song, uh, "The love is gone, the love is gone." Mm. Yeah, um, I'll have to agree with you because it's really it's just the two of them in, a, in like a clearing in the woods <laughs> and sing, and then Rizzo and Gonzo are all sad about it. La 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 la. It's really sweet. Rizzo. Rizzo's there. Rizzo's Rizzo the rat. Gonzo is Charles Dickens and Rizzo is Rizzo the rat. What? They're hanging out with him all Who's the time. Who's Miss Piggy? Where, where They're are, narrating where it. Where are Danny and Kanicki? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you set him up by Miss Piggy Miss Piggy is Mrs. Cratchit. Well, no wonder their sons are and, and Well, <laughs> well they oh, have... Hell. Robin is the frog's name. Robin, I knew it. Fucking oh, Robin is the name of the frog. Where's Batman? So, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but they have that song in it. And Hello, kid, everyone. Kid, <laughs> I'm, I'm Batman. <laughs> And kids got bored, so they cut it out because it's a romantic pause in the movie. It's a break yeah. to show the beginning of his his downfall into being a twat. Um, <laughs> they cut it out because kids got bored, and then they put it back in the VHS version, and it's really sweet, and it makes sense, and it also mm. definitely makes sense because at the end of the movie they sing "The Love We Found," "The Love We Found." It's a reprise of "The Love Is Gone." Yeah. Um, but then for the DVD they went, eh, and they took it out again. You can't get it on any version but the VHS version. And the, I think it's like the Region 1 DVD version, first version of it. Did George Lucas have anything to do with it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably, the little shite knuckle. Well, he's had, <laughs> he's, had, wow. he's had plenty to do with Christmas. Can I distance myself from that comment? No. <laughs> 
not in the audio <laughs> medium. Not unless uh, you just panic. I've distanced myself from that. Well, George. Pan you right over to the left. George. <laughs> George, did you have anything to do with that movie? <laughs> or, 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 probably, probably not. No. Wait, Sorry, George, wait, George. Just move that newspaper out of your face. Or, or, I don't really want it. Move it, George. <laughs> oh, I'm really uh, sorry there. Hi, <laughs> it's me, George. Oh, it's Sooty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was in the Christmas Carol. Why is Gabriel's school uniform? Yay! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but if we're going on Christmas film recommendations, what's what's one you always watch, Matt? Uh, Drop one on me, like a ton of semen. You're gonna hate me for <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that went that I didn't, no wonder you don't like I, Christmas. I did not want that I, I did you not know. want those words to come out of your mouth. Wow. The love we found. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! Oh disgrace no! I can't floor it! I'm <laughs> dreaming. You are going to hate me for this one. Go for it. Oh. And you know exactly what I'm going to say. Oh, 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 oh. Home Alone. Oh, no, that's a great one, but that's not what I'm going to recommend. <clears throat> Transformers. Oh, no, because that's not a Christmas movie. Indiana Jones and the Skull thing. Also not a Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> uh, Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> Dallas Does Debbie. <laughs> Triple X oh, Um <laughs> I don't know. What could it be? I've named all the films that I'm aware of. Batman Returns. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because oh, it's, it's just the pussy you've been looking for. It is just the pussy. A Batman movie where that line is said out loud. There's a line in the film. Yeah. Yep. Wow. It's, yeah, Danny, Danny DeVito is an awful, awful person in that movie. Oh, yeah, he does say that. He's like, Rah! and now his flippers. And he he's wants to show her his flipper trick. But you know the worst <laughs> Christmas-related innuendo ever what's that is that James Bond one uh, oh it? you know yeah, it's, I um, thought Christmas it's... was only supposed to come um, once a year yes um, <laughs> I know the is... line was disgusting but <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest looking at my face is that's what's the... making you cringe that's the world is not enough isn't it the one with Denise Richards yes because she's oh wait She's, Shit, I had the wrong bond. She's cr- no, he's yeah. I was doing Roger Moore. I was doing Roger Moore, who died, <laughs> the ghost of Roger Moore just woke up in the middle. I thought Roger Moore's still alive. I thought Christmas. <laughs> a- he's still alive now. As of recording, he's still alive. Yeah, because he's touring all the seaside venues, doing an evening with Sir Roger Moore. He's doing. I hope he's not doing Christmas with Sir Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to it, I said. <laughs> Roger Moore, Roger Less, who knows? But do we think that that was the only reason she was ever called Christmas yeah. in the film? Oh, yes. Just for that one <clears throat> oh, yes. line. I thought Christmas was only supposed to come once a year. Hello. Imagine something. I'm Pierce Brosnan. That's the letter. I've got one more movie left in me. Then Pierce Brunham. <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't be coming here! <laughs> It's a taffing oh. reference for the uninitiated. Um, <laughs> Batman Returns. Batman yes. Returns. The Batman the box office returns. Is yeah. that the Happy Meal products. At Christmas, yeah. The Happy Meal products returns. Yes. Of Batman um, Returns. It's it was. Oh, it's a gruesome little movie. It's dark. It's twisted. It's got a great performance by Christopher Walken. Great performance mm. by Michael Keaton. Mm. Great performance by Bruce Michael Wayne. <laughs> Why dress like Batman? Because he is Batman. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's got a great performance. Like, like Danny DeVito is detestable in that movie, but he's oh, great. Good girl, um, it's got a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, but it's it's got a great look about it. The gothic architecture, that whole opening sequence with the carriage going through Paul the Rubens, Paul Rubens, oh, yeah. sending um, his baby off to die in a, like, in a cradle. It's it's clearly a very 
it's it's a Batman who's not afraid to absolutely <laughs> fuck people up. Can I like, just ask? Is Paul Rubens <laughs> the guy it's that Pee-wee. plays Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, is he? Is he ah, the one? Yeah, he either committed one of two offences. <laughs> it's time to play everyone's favorite <laughs> Christmas game. What did Paul Rubens do in the theatre? <laughs> the game is actually called Rubens. You naughty man. <laughs> I love that has one of two questions, <laughs> and if Matt can pick the correct one, yeah. he wins a special prize. Well, you sort of ruined it, by you, because I, he can, and for legal reasons, the, well, only one of these is true, and I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> for legal reasons, he either one wanked of off true. a dolphin, <laughs> or he, well, he was touching himself. In a cinema, <laughs> and not just not like a porn cinema, but an actual. Gem. I believe I, it I would was go with the latter. B, yes, yeah. So, was, was like, <clears throat> so the dolphin, was, no dolphins for harm. I no, the dolphin was watching. <laughs> dolphin was no, he was watching the dolphin. <laughs> was, I think he was watching Muppets Christmas Carol. He was watching <laughs> the love we found. <laughs> yes, yes, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> they deleted the scenes. <laughs> um, it's screwy. <laughs> No. So he touched himself in a cinema. In Pee Wee's wow. Playhouse. <laughs> Was he watching Batman Returns? <laughs> yes. It's just the pussy I've been looking for. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I... On a serious note, I, I think it's a... <laughs> I think it's a really great dark <coughs> take on Batman that builds on a lot of the stuff that's great about Batman 89. I know you, Chris, think it takes things a little too far in that direction. Um, I, I... I just... I really like the look of it and the way it plays with um, the... A giant Felix the Cat head on top of a building. Uh, uh, yes, that's a great... It plays with the idea of the escalation of Batman and him getting over his head and inspiring people like Catwoman. And the Red Triangle Circus Gang. The Red Triangle Circus Gang, one of which he drops through a sewer after strapping a bomb to and just gives this wonderfully maniacal grin. Like, he's clearly a Batman that doesn't care about killing people, which they do actually pick up in Batman Forever. Yeah. He watched it recently. He has that kind of remorse. I was like, oh my God, I've done all these things. Um, which I think they would have gone into more... I'm definitely the same Batman. I promise. I'm oh look, neon-covered nipples. Um, so much neon. <laughs> I'm going to punch this greased-up man. I think it's got more of a... More of that dark Batman aesthetic that I I kind of dig into. That Arkham Asylum's got and Arkham City's got. That... Yeah. They kind of lose after uh, the end of Batman Forever and Batman and certainly. Can I can I say as a non comics fan? Yes. Yes. When did it come out? Like ninety one? Ninety two, wasn't it? I didn't know anything about Batman at all, other than the nineteen eighty nine film and the T V show. Uh-huh. So for me, when I saw it, I thought it was great. Yeah. Because I was like, that is that what Batman is? It's like camp and that, dark. That is kind of what weird. Batman had been come again at that See, point. I just assumed that was what Batman was supposed to be like. Because ba- Batman first came out, it was kind of dark and noirish back in yeah. the 30s. Yeah. And then it became comic. Oh, no, but you see, for me, I just assumed that was proper Batman. Yeah. And the silly 60s show was silly Batman. Yeah, that's what made Batman comic. But then he's sitting there going, I don't like this Batman Thing. Not I my, my 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 beef with Batman Returns is more that I think Tim Burton really hits a tone with Batman, and then Batman Returns is he Tim, doubles down on Tim it. Burton's Penguin, yeah, featuring no, the Batman character. Like like Batman okay. eighty nine is Tim is a Burton, Batman movie made by, by Tim, Tim Burton, Burton, whereas Batman, Batman Returns, Returns is a Tim Burton, Burton movie starring, starring Batman. Batman. Yeah, um, and at, okay, right, I get you. I like I like I it. You. I think it's one of 
definitely one of Tim Burton's better movies because I don't think he's made a good movie. Do you know what I was going to say? Was it when was Edward Scissorhands? Was that pre ninety four? That was ninety four. So that was that was his next. Ah. That was his next one. After he did those two Batman movies, then he had he had he made enough money for Warner Brothers for him to have the freedom to do whatever the fuck. So he did Scissorhands. Scissorhands, Edward, um, and Mars Attacks. I think was next. I think the last. The last legitimately great movie that Tim Burton made was Mars Attacks. It's a great film. I think Big Fish was interesting. It takes a couple of watches to swallow, I think, Mars Attacks. Yeah. It's a bit batshit mental. Oh, I love it. I love how bat... But, but once I, you know what you're in for, you go, okay. The batshit mentalness of um, Mars I'm Attacks is... You. Oh, so good. Ah. It's so good. Um, it's, that is also what I love about Batman Returns. It just turns up the craziness of mm. Batman and just cracks it to 11 and then thinks, fuck it, I'm actually going to go to 12 just for a laugh. <laughs> and it and it has that, that whole Christmassy aesthetic gives it that sort of like gothic in the snow feel of... Yeah. I mean, visually, get... it's a stunning movie. Yeah. Very, it's <coughs> Christmassy and through a twisted lens. Because like, there's something about that snowy coldness that really accentuates the... The uh, Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but outside of a Christmas context, but like that sort of gothic aesthetic, <laughs> but then which is all dark and yeah, high yeah, arches. Yeah. Then you put it, the I see what it is. Over I see what it is. Is because it's that it's the monochrome thing. It's yeah, exactly, black. exactly. That's what it works. Um, and it, it what <clears throat> I picked up on it recently again when I watched Crimson Peak, which isn't a Christmas film, but a lot of it takes place in the winter. Yes. So you've got <laughs> That's that a great aesthetic film. of the the dark high arches and all the pure white snow, and then Guillermo del Toro just splashes it all with red because he's Guillermo del Toro and he loves blood. Um, I so want to make this scene more Christmassy. If I splattered it with blood, I just cut someone's throat and everyone dies. Um, <laughs> but you know the ghosts look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that movie is beautiful. It's but yeah, it's that it's that kind. I think that's why I dig Batman Returns so much. Is that is that monochromeness of it mm. of the snowy and the and the gothic sort of almost 50s it's somewhere between like gothic architecture and 50s noir that version of gotham which yeah like the, the of... first film kind of was like the 30s gangster yeah. film kind of fight feel the second one moves more into that kind of it's edging into sort of the worlds of sort of hammer horror yeah yeah the you know the more sort of refined which is tim burton's wheat yeah. that's what he grew up on but i think you're right i think it's not it actually thinking about it, it almost feels like it could have been shot in black and white. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Whereas you I could have done that with nice. the first one because the Joker's all very colourful and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the <clears> whole <throat> palette of that second film is, like you say, just black, white, shades of grey. But Tim Burton loves black and white. Like, he mm. loves monochrome stuff. Mm. And you look at that original poster for Batman Returns, which is the... Uh, Bat the Cat and the Penguin. Put, yeah, the Bat the Cat and the Penguin I put yeah. it up on here. Um, and it's... <laughs> it is monochrome, essentially. I mean, it's in colour... But everyone's black and white, and the uh, the Batman logo frosted over, mm-hmm. and it's but the the aesthetic of it is just it's something beautiful, and I really really dig it. But yeah, that's the original poster. It's basically monochrome. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so it, it really he used to steal that from bus stops in the states because they, anti- oh, they, awesome. an- they anticipated awesome. they anticipated how big it was going to be based on the massive fever that the first one mm. like caused. People was like stealing whenever those appeared in bus shelters in the states. People were nip- breaking the glass and stealing them. It's such so a like, great... I want that. I want to keep that. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. These, yeah. You're kind of everyday average little nerd man. Yeah. 
going, I'm going to smash a bus shelter. Well, not Little Nerd Man. It was after Batman came out. It was sort of this thing of like, Batman's cool, bro! It was like the first time publicly for years it's... Batman was something people going, yeah! Batman's the best! Motherfucker! So, like, people were just like, yeah, I'll take that. Drug oh, dealers, murderers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're allowed to like Rapists. Batman. But, um, they loved Batman. I mean, they fear him, but they love him. They do fear him. And <laughs> also, what I love about Beware it, the Batman. is that it leans into the grotesque, monster-like nature of some of Batman's rogue gallery and the way it portrays the Penguin. By picking two a... of his least monstrous villains and making them into monsters. Ah! Ah! But, no, oh. but it doesn't turn Catwoman into a monster. Hell here, Matthew. Hell here. That is the worst bit of the movie. Um, you, you, even you have to admit that is pretty shit. I love it though. Hello there. I on love the wall it. With neon lights and conveniently two of the letters break to spell hell is here. It in that film, that the penguin is raised by penguins. Yes. yes. Right. That's not really. And possible. nowhere else. That's not really doable. You know what else happens? Yeah. He then he, he turns the penguins into an army. With radio-controlled helmets and rockets oh, on their back, that. and yeah. sends them out into the street yeah. to now, steal all that the first that does, that does steal the first-born children. If you have seen Planet Earth two, that you will have seen the same. It's fucking awesome, but it it, it goes it, it goes super grotesque and monstrous with him on the design, and de- and kind of gives him layers, but kind of tries to humanize him, but then makes him a monster again, but then makes him a tragic monster because he tried to be human and was rejected. Um, so in a, and it does that in a way that the next Batman movies then they would just make the villains camp and silly, and I yeah, think it strikes I mean. a nice balance between the between the horrific and the macabre and the camp, which goes completely by the wayside in the next two regular Batman movies, and then when they reboot it with Nolan, they just they're too serious to go down that route, which is fine for the tone of those three movies. But I also think they're, well, they're staying yeah. too serious to go down that route again. But do you think the way the penguin... despite the CGI giant Super Patrol with laser eyes, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. the penguin was quite lucky though in that film, wasn't he? Because he was born the only he's born is he he's hideous, yeah, and he happens to find and be raised by animals the that same look kind species of like. that he looks like. <laughs> Well, I think what in, a, bro- they, what in a broken down zoo that is closed, but all the animals have been left yeah. there. Well, there's a also, lot of penguins. I think it's. I think it's. In, isn't it also implied that he's actually raised by the circus people? Like he joins the circus. Ah, penguin tato, penguin tato. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> I like Batman Returns, and I'm sick of making my case uh, for it because I'm gonna have to do it again in the near future. I imagine. Well, you were the one who raised it. I did raise it. Like a penguin baby. <laughs> but then I was attacked yeah. from all sides. I by... didn't attack you. I'm kind of on your I, team. I was attacked from by, on one side. I, haven't really... I was wearing my reactive defensive armour. I am um, king it. of the wicker people. I've only watched it, I think, maybe king twice. Of the, the wicker people. people. It's one of those films that I can put on, like, if it's on ITV 1. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually, usually two. Which and it usually is. Right, and you go, I'll put this on in the background because the music's really good. But it, it's, it's one that always pops up on those list of alternative Christmas movies. Um, is it? Yeah. Well, it's not a list I've seen, Matthew Watson. Oh, well, I'll have to show well, you. What like... list have you seen, Guy, Father yeah, Christmas? What's, what's your go-to Christmas well, movie? Well, I'm interested to see your opinion on this, because my Christmas film, for me, yeah. is, and it's a very specific oh. version of it. Okay. You're not the... allowing any triple X parodies. <laughs> Who do you think I am, Chris? Do you think I've come on here dressed as Father Christmas <laughs> to lower the tone to that degree? Well, yes, wearing, because... What are you wearing beneath that big you're only, <laughs> you're only wearing the coat. There's nothing underneath it. nothing. It's just a coat and the boots. Other than my Christmas jewels. <laughs> oh, they're tingling! <laughs> oh, do you like them? Ah! Do you like them? Uncle Pudding. Um, 
Oh, thanks, magic fun. Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, the BBC TV. No, uh, the two thousand five theatrical. No, what the shit? I don't know what year it was. I think it was nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine. Set the scene. <laughs> Everyone had to sing it every time then they said what year is it? What year is this, madam? Shake down nineteen seventy. The Lion the Witch the Wardrobe, nineteen seventy-nine. They did a cartoon version of it. The Tit Biscuits? That was set oh. in the present day. Oh. Which was a bit of a change to the published Bloody yeah, Well is thing. Sir. But it worked really well and it was brilliant. And Arthur Lowe is uh the little beaver. Well, there were two versions. There was an American one. Yeah. And then there was, <clears throat> it was Cosgrove Hall. Oh, okay. You know, the... Uh, but all Cosgrove. Danger, Danger Mouse. And the Disco there was, um, and, and, <coughs> Yeah, you know. an, an American version. I don't know who was in that, but there was a British version. Stephen Thorne, who played Omega in Doctor <laughs> Who. What's, he what's, was what's, Wait, wait, sorry. What's that? It's never Omega. What's... <laughs> Always Omega. In Doctor Who. So he was he was Aslan. He was Aslan. The Christian allegory. I like, don't know who the witch was. Can't remember. But the um, um, it was the Beth beat Porter. Yeah, I don't know. Beth. Um, Beth what about? Bethlehem. Mister Beaver was uh, um, Arthur Lowe. Arthur Lowe. Oh, Sheila Hancock. Sheila Hancock was. Oh, Sheila oh, Hancock the was the witch. Oh, well, there you, there you go. Arthur Lowe. Leo McKern. Oh, Leslie Leo Phillips. McKern. I love Leo McKern. Jim Whitfield. Mrs. Beaver. Bloody hell. It's a great cast and it's a great adaptation and it has the best soundtrack of any film ever made ever. Really? Yeah. Give us an example. Well, I'm not going to sing it. How dare you, yeah, sir? That's it. But the, you the... sing it, it's the only way we can get around any copyright. It makes it look really rubbish. Children's Television Workshop. It makes it look rubbish. But it... It's really good. And I recommend it to all human folk. It How do we get a hold of it all in this day and age? But not the women. Not the ladies. It won, not allowed. It won a 1979 Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Animated Programme. And was nominated for the 1979 Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation. There you go. And a happy new year. And it's got the most beautiful soundtrack. And I found it on DVD, uh, on CD, for like 20 quid. It was, cost me a lot of money. But the soundtrack is amazing. How amazing is it? It's really amazing. Uh, oh, so oh, that was a punchline. No. I oh. Don't. Oh, God. I don't do punchlines. That's an interesting pick. Anyway, so, so Aslan, you a fan? I love <laughs> Are you a fan? Yes or no? Of Aslan? <laughs> Maybe? Because if no, you hate Jesus. <laughs> oh, But in an allegorical yes. way. By the way, Aslan is Jesus. He welcome. Is just in case you didn't know. Welcome to As fans, everyone. But is he, as, is he Jesus? Because at the end yes. of the, um, yes. the yes. final yes. battle thing, yes. yeah, which I won't ruin, yes. but does, is, does it say, hello, I'm Jesus? Well, no, the whole thing is that he's sacrificed. Lewis and Tolkien. No, he's in the Lion, the Witch of Order, but the yeah. end of the final battle, the last book, Oh, really it's know. something like it's implied that it's heaven. Yeah, or exactly. So weird. like it's it's like his ascension after the end of days. Yeah. Um, so uh, Jesus, yes or no? <laughs> maybe. I'm I'm um, I'm not a fan beyond this second album, really. Because the, no. the whole thing was that Lewis and Tolkien they were best busy mates. Yeah. But Tolkien was a Christian. Lewis was an atheist. Yes. But then Lewis ended up writing. Narnia Chronicles, which is a very much takeoff. It's of a Christian giant mythology. Christian allegory. And then Tolkien ended up writing the middle of the book, which is <laughs> which kind is... of paganistic. It's a lot of bollocks about trolls. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they kind of took each other's religious views and just wrote stories about. But them. do you think there's an alternative reading of C.S. Lewis's works 
the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe Chronicles, the Narnia stuff. Yeah. Where you could actually read it as a piss take of Christianity. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, possibly. I mean, the magician's nephew's pretty mental. It's a fucking lion! Part. Yeah. The magician's nephew's like, here's a horse for wings, like, it's a bit weird. <laughs> Can you both go and read all seven books and come back to me on that one? No, no. I've only ever read Magician's Nephew. I should give. I and should the Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe. And I've, I've seen. I'd like to give them a read. I've, I've seen the, the BBC TV versions of, of Wardrobe, mm. uh, Prince Caspian, and Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I remember seeing the the cliffhanger. Tom Baker's in one of them, isn't he? Yes, he's yeah. in the the, magi- the chair. Uh, oh, silver chair. silver chair! Silver chair! I saw silver chair as well. Then, yeah. Um, um, I yes. remember being terrified by the sea Hello. monster in Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. So they said Roger the Dawn Treader. <laughs> Roger <laughs> the Cabin Boy. Um, <laughs> and Felatio <laughs> the Grip. <laughs> and Wangington Cumbry. <laughs> all our favourite. All our favourite characters. <laughs> And by the end of the podcast, <laughs> we all will be. <laughs> no, oh, God. Um, and I've only ever seen. I've only seen the the the, the, the Disney film version of. Uh, it's not great. Wardrobe. I yeah. my, so mum and I were a bit, big fans of Lion the Witch and Wardrobe. We used to watch it every Christmas, and then we went to see the 2005 film, mm. and we just went. Ah, it's a bit bollocks. They it, tried it, to Lord of the Rings. It up, didn't yeah, it? It doesn't have the soul. Because it, it was at that time that when it like, makes a nice tumness, but beyond, beyond that, it's sort of like. Oh yeah, no offense to the caster, but the whole thing mm. didn't have the. It felt like they wanted to make money. They didn't want to make a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, because yeah. it came out around the same time as the. It, it was, was after. Two, the, it was after, after the, Return of the King. But it was after yeah. Golden Compass, where yes, they tried, when, which New yeah. Line actually pushed as a successor to Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? That first trailer for the Golden Compass, it starts off with the opening graphic of the Ring, and it's like the next epic journey, uh. and then the Ring turns into the Golden Compass. Oh, and God. then it was the trailer for the Golden Humpers. That's really it, yeah, yeah. I know, but mm. they pushed the, his dark materials as, as, the, as the successor to mm. the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then um, of course, then Disney were like, "Oh, we're going to get a bit of that fantasy action. We've got the like, we've got the Narnia yeah. stuff," and that was that, you know, Lewis was a contemporary of talking. There's a lot of similar themes. We can we can do uh, the Narnia stuff, and then you know, I mean, they did do. They did eventually do Voyage of the Dawn Treader and Prince Caspian. They're but doing they... another one, aren't they? They just don't they going to do another one. I think they... I, I, th- I believe <coughs> they're doing Lion Witch of the Wardrobe again, but it's like different. Uh, I might be wrong. That's dumb. But I'm sure that I'm sure that what's going on is they've they've it, it's not the same series. Oh no 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 no! I tell a lie. Disney did Lion Witch of the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian, I think, mm. and then they weren't happy with where it was going, and they were going to chuck it. But whoever the studio is, they were in production with, got it elsewhere, like with New Line or somewhere. And then they did Voyage of the Dawn Treader, so it's part of the same series, mm. but different studios. It's just not like the Charles heart. play. Charles, the, the first Charles play is MGM, and then the rest of you know. It's not the heart or the uh, the shards, if you will. It's like someone giving you a Christmas mince pie. A what pie? A ooh mince <laughs> pie. And oh, uh, if, if only. Do you want a mince pie? I've got some here. What? I've got some here. No, you don't. Yeah, they're there. They're over there. I can, I can, I can, I'm going to rattle the box. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, Wait, but mince. Looks like a mince pie. But you, oh, mince. That means you really are Father Christmas. I am your Father Christmas. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Yes. That sentence, <laughs> minus the, the Christmas at the end, that sentence was almost, I am your Father Christmas. <laughs> 
We're learning well, learning that as well. We're learning, but let's not. Let's get on to that later. Oh God! We're would you like a mince pie? pie? I would love a mince pie. Oh mince! You have to go. Oh mince! I'd love a mince pie. Oh, no, you, no, you have to go. Oh, I'd love a mince pie. Oh, I'd love a mince <laughs> pie. <laughs> big girl. <laughs> Can we point out that that's an Alan Partridge joke and not? We're not taking the, the mick out of You don't um, have to clarify that anymore, don't worry. David. It's <laughs> like a mint, a dry mince pie that's drier Ooh. than Alec Guinness in the desert. Oh, mints. I'd love one of them. It reminds me of what you were talking about, the Obi-Wan I'll Kenobi diaries. Oh, the comic book. That the is, yeah. Day 40. I don't know why he's talking about that. The Obi-Wan diaries. <laughs> well, day, 40, you should day mention... 41 went to the sand people for a mince pie. It's very dry. <laughs> But it's dry. <laughs> they're, they're dry, aren't they, Matt? Yes, I'm not even being into it. I'm coughing. It dries from you, just, you with from without. Just, just <laughs> looking at it, I can feel it sucking all the moisture out of my mouth. Day 75, popped to the spa, decided I might rent a video. <laughs> they had nothing. Remember when corner shops rented videos? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. There was a spa in our, in, where I used to live in a place called Clifton, which you saw red. It was a red plastic display. <coughs> and it was full of all these videos. There were always 15 or 18 certificate movies. So I was always let down. Oh. I used to rent robot jocks every week. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! Is that now on Pornhub? <laughs> robot jocks yeah what? that's either about that's either jock in the American sense or jock in the Scottish it's sense it's J-O-X both of which oh it's, it's a whole different yeah and it, but it's, it's, it means robot as in robot jockey <laughs> I don't know what any, that doesn't help because why is he riding a horse it's, like a no it's like set in a, like a semi semi utopian slash dystopian future <laughs> right. in which there's no more war because all international conflicts are settled by giant robot battles like gladiatorial contests wow that'll and, happen and the robot <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's realistic and the robot jocks are the pilots of the robots and, and do like, they suddenly gain they're like fame celebrities for, like free will well no they're, they're, they're dudes but they pilot these mechs. So they're like jocks as in American high school No, jocks jock. as in like jockeys because they pilot the robot. I don't know what this means. <laughs> like a jockey rides a horse. Yeah. The jocks... Well, they're little men. Yeah. And little striping but these tops. Are, but these are dudes that, that, that pilot robots in fights to settle international disputes. It's very, it's very much a Cold War thing. Was this written by Claire Baldwin? I don't... <laughs> it Look, it's a real movie. Did you have a feverish nightmare? It's a real movie. And it's great. Is this another one of your Christmas movies, the Jester? No, it's not. It's not Christmassy at all. <laughs> but since you mentioned corner shops, since I mentioned Claire Baldwin, videos. everyone's thought of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> How's your dry mince pie? Mm. Is he a bit dry? Are you a bit sort of it's so moist? Are you a bit sort of dry mouth, dry lip? The innards are just <laughs> so damp. <laughs> So lovely, so lovely. Do you need some, you need some Vaseline for your lips? <laughs> George, can you get us some Vaseline? <laughs> On to the next Christmas <laughs> Robot Jocks, available now. Well, I hope Claire Balding writes a sequel. <laughs> Since we mentioned Obi-Wan, Claire Balding, Nobi. Have any of us here... Oh my God, it's got that guy in it from that thing. <laughs> Oh, what's his name? Um, I do love I do love staring at posters. 
and he an audio podcast. From... <laughs> He's from Alienation. You know that show that I like? You're from Alienation. He's <laughs> called Gary something. He was in Starship Enterprise. Oh, um, Gary Graham. Gary Graham. <laughs> He's got a great name. It sounds like a golden Graham. So, the Star Wars <laughs> Christmas special is oh, the next God. thing. Have oh, either God. of you ever sat down and watched it? The Star yes. Wars Holiday Special? No, I've yeah. never seen yeah. it. I've seen many clips about it and many, and many internet videos that mock it. Have for, you ever seen it? But I've never actually sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. I, George Lucas buried it, didn't he? Yeah. He, said that, he said that if he had the time, this is a genuine quote, if he had the time to do this, mm. he would buy a hammer, <laughs> track down and destroy every single copy. Well, he's not doing anything now. The, 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 the problem there for him is that he hasn't got time to buy a hammer. <laughs> well, and I, if want, I want everything else he, he's going to achieve. If he did have the time to buy a hammer, he'd insist that then it would be digitally inserted <laughs> into every every picture of him that has ever been I, taken. If I'm like, no, I, I need to put that hammer in my pocket. <laughs> I, I've always... I was. I always intended pictures of me to be seen with the hammer. Can I distance myself from the comment, the negative comments about George Lucas? No. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We all we all know the real truth. He wanted to do it, but he didn't have the money because the hammer he wants to buy was worth six billion and one dollars. <laughs> 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 oh, Always, always out of reach. Um, oh. Yeah, Disney knew that as well. It's a yeah. Disney hammer. <laughs> Disney Mjolnir. Own it's Mjolnir. <laughs> it's Mjolnir. You've got to slot it in coin by coin. <laughs> by Disney bought all the hammers and then bought Star Wars for just less than it would cost him to buy a hammer. We've <laughs> oh. got it rigged up to the oh, fucking mince pie. <laughs> <laughs> They've got it rigged up to the sword in the stone block at one of the theme parks. <laughs> you can't pull it out until they, it puts in six billion I and one dollar. Those mince pies are dry, aren't they? Oh, dry the witch's bowl. We need to get some more drinks then, don't we? Well, you need some milk with them or cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get your uncle on the note. If, you, if we make I'm him laugh, now. if we make him laugh lots and he inhales dry mince pie, there's a potential choking. There's a p- potential risk of death. <laughs> Call the robot jacks. <laughs> <laughs> we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Wait, wait! It costs six billion and one. <laughs> you get the hammer. Oh no! God damn it! <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Special, Christopher. Yes, that magical piece of oh. shit. Celebrating yeah. the, the was it, the Kashyyyk holiday. It's Life, it's life Day. Known as Life Day. Life Day for the Chewbacca people. The Wookiees. They're, that's the word I was looking for. What the hell are their names now? Uh, itchy. Oh, is itchy. Itchy, lumpy, scratchy. <laughs> bollocks. Ball bag. <laughs> pinky brain. <laughs> like, and Mon- Mongo, in a pear tree. Mongo, Mongo cherry. Too, yeah. Rumple teaser. I think they called uh, shitbags. Uh, I don't know what. What are they called? Itchy right. is definitely what. Itchy's they son. Let's let's try and get no, it. So this is the this is the name. Just to clarify, for those who don't know, Star Wars Holiday Special oh. is a one off, one off, one time aired TV special from nineteen seventy eight. I believe show. it is. Mm. Um, that basically was filmed in the spare time of the cast <laughs> and in the spare in the room of one pro- of the cast yeah, <laughs> during the production. Early production of Empire Strikes Back. Whilst they were all high as fuck. 
I don't think you can legally justify that comment. The makeup's look at Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Oh, well, to be fair, she would probably. She will. She will readily stay because I read. I read her first two autobiographies. <clears throat> really? Yeah. She's had two already. And then she's got a third coming out later. Yeah, because she, she's confessed she had an affair with Harrison. Ford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're fucking brilliant. But she's just like, yeah, I was just high. I was so high. Do you remember when they were they were worrying about uh, Donald Trump and they were going, "Why is he sniffing so much?" <laughs> and someone went, "Is that because he's had cocaine?" And she replied, saying, "Yes, it, I know yeah. what that is. So yes, yes, he's definitely on cocaine." Um, <laughs> oh my god! But she, um, <laughs> sorry, no, go on. I've got something revelatory. But there is something brilliant about the, the Star Wars Holiday Special. What is there? There's one thing that's really interesting and brilliant about it. Was the uh, the, the has... Arthur scene in the canteen of Mos Eisley. Well, that is also brilliant. But the, um, the musical number out of The only bit that they released on DVD ever was the Boba Fett cartoon. Yeah! And Boba Fett appeared then two years before Empire Strikes came back. Yes. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. I Empire came Strikes out. came back. I remember, That's a really hard sentence. Empire came out to strike back. He, he... I remember... <laughs> I remember watching that as a kid on something. It was on a... They've re- but, they remastered it. But it, it would have been on a VHS. But Possibly, I got yeah. from a video shop. But I've no idea what it was I watched it on because it certainly wasn't the fucking Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, no, because they but, never played it over here. No, and they and they also never and also never had a home video release. No, but I've seen that bit of cartoon. I but I wonder whether you've seen it <clears throat> on something subsequently and backdated your memory. It's de- it's definitely an early memory. It's, it's not, definitely it's not, an early it's memory. Not like that. I don't. I don't know how I've seen it, but I saw that when it was. We had that session where we erased (laughs) all of your early memories. (laughs) Oh my god, it's amazing! So, so basically, it aired once. It has a lot of the actors in it, but it mostly centres around Chewbacca's family who are waiting for Chewbacca to return home for Life Day, which is basically Space Christmas. Because Jesus hasn't happened yet. In the canon, Jesus hasn't happened It was yet. a long it time ago in the galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah it was BBBBBBBBC. <laughs> um, WBC, way before Christ. Big Buttery Biscuit British Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah, the Buttery Biscuit based Corporation <laughs> of Christ. Um, and uh, basically, it's a series of cartoons and shorts and stuff all being watched by like the Wookiees while they <clears> wait. <throat> At one point, a stormtrooper... Pardon me. Small t- stormtrooper fleet uh, comes to inspect like the the houses and everything because they're looking for rebels and it's shite. And there's a video point, message from Luke and it's awful. At one point, uh, Chewie's dad or granddad puts on a VR headset and watches a sexy thing and oh, has, like, VR disco sex thing, with, a des- with a disco woman. <clears throat> Harvey Corman appears in it as two characters. Harvey, genuinely funny Corman, appears as two utterly dire, unfunny, make you want to tear your balls out through your eye sockets characters. It's terrible. And then there's a bit where Princess Leia sings. Yet to a, a song uh, that is oh, yes, using the, the, Star the Star Wars sheet music. It's about life dreadful. Day. And also... Um, and Harrison Ford is in this! Harrison Let's Ford, just reiterate that. He's Harrison Ford it. and Chewbacca are on... Because they couldn't afford uh, Shepparton or Elm Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. They filmed... And it's got this cardboard background to the inside of the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Yeah. And it just looks so cheap. <laughs> Here's an, really the, uh, here's an excerpt it's from really the. Here's an excerpt from the from the that bastion of um, of encyclopedic um, stability, Wikipedia. <laughs> the special's notorious for its extremely negative reception. Anthony Daniels, in a documentary promoting the worldwide tour of Star Wars in concert, which was about five years ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah notes so. with a laugh that the Star Wars universe includes that horrible holiday special that nobody talks about. <laughs> 
Nathan Rabin of the AB Club wrote, I'm not convinced the special wasn't ultimately written and directed by a sentient bag of cocaine. <laughs> George Lucas did not have significant involvement with the film's production and was reportedly unhappy with the result. Do you think? you think? Oh, God. Jesus. I wonder how it... I suppose it would have to look on Wikipedia, but how it all sort of... Who ran... Who... How, who how? rammed it down like, George's how? throat? You can see the logic of it, though, can't you? Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's Star Wars. It was fucking You can huge. see someone going, we need to make something for Christmas for that. Yeah. There's not going to be another film for at least two years. You've just gone into production, and your thing is selling merchandise like billion. Yeah. It's literally selling merchandise on. faster than we can it was. It, I, I suppose, effectively, it was an advert for the merchandise, wasn't it? Really? Pretty Probably, much. Yeah. Um, but here we go. So Chewbacca's family, his father... Yep. Was itchy. Yeah. I think you took... His what? Bless you. How do you <laughs> how do you remember that? His wife is Marla. Remember her name? What apparently? Because these were apparently nicknames. Uh, they confirmed this afterwards. These were nicknames. Mars. Itchy. Were they not adver- They were not credited as the, these characters. Later they, expanded they were, universe gave them full names. Yeah. Jesus. I tell you yeah. what, you fans, you don't have to write these <laughs> shites, do you? Itchy. This, I'm glad the expanded universe was decanonized. I thought they recalled that in the thing. Itchy, yeah. Itchy's full name was, as you said, Ati Chituk. Marla, his wife. So Chewie's got a wife. Let's uh, just let's just read that. <laughs> Chewie has a wife. I don't who think he never does. sees ever. I think that's a lie. Chewie's wife Marla is Malaburu. Malatabuk. Close. And his son Lumpy. Lumpy. That's Lumpuru. Is Lumpa Warump. Lumpa Warump. Why have they got different surnames? I don't fucking know. It should all be something backer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> backing it up, back it. Baby got backer. But have you, when Chew you watch backer, it, spit backer, swallow backer. When you watch it, the whole, for literally for about the first 10 to 15 minutes, is entirely uh, Wookiees, those mm. characters. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> to, to each other. Sorry. And, and, <laughs> I actually started doing this. <laughs> they, they actually just sort and, and there's no one speaking English for at least the first 10 minutes. It's all people going, <laughs> that's artsy and foreign, though. <laughs> Pardon? That's artsy and foreign. Well, maybe in, maybe you voted Remain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that Star Wars Christmas special in my house. So here's some facts about versions and availability today. Uh-oh. So Star Wars Holiday Special Uh-oh. was mostly forgotten Nick after its only airing in 1978. Until sometime in the early to mid-90s when individuals came forward and offered original videotape recordings of the TV airing. These have since wow. been duplicated you want to buy some and, death sticks? and reduplicated <laughs> so that the most cop uh, you don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Uh, these... I wonder why Alec Guinness wasn't in there. Can you imagine the guy? Would you, dear Alex, dear Alec, would you like to be in the holiday special as fuck Father Obi Wan's sister? Uh, fuck off. Uh, no, fuck you. He hated Star Wars. <clears throat> He hated yeah. it. It was a paycheck. Yeah, he, he and one he did as well. I don't think he hated the he got on film. He got on with Mark Hamill a lot because mm. Mark Hamill's a massive film nerd. Yeah. So they had lots to talk about, and he, he obviously sort of was like, "Oh, this young American lad really like knows his stuff and likes stuff I've been in." Mm. Okay, let's chat. He wasn't and a he, fan of Harrison Ford. He, he sort of respected him 
Because <coughs> he, he was he like, like he's very leading man, but he's a bit of a dick, I think mm. was what he said. Mm. And other than that, he was just like, well, there's a man, the burdened man, just sort of points us in a direction and says things. And then we do it to that. I'm doing it for the money, basically. Do it again, but yeah. faster and more intense. And yet Peter, he Cushing, yet Peter Cushing apparently had a whale of a time. But do you think he liked it when he, was he very saw slippery. it? the whole way through, that's why. Uh, no, he, there's, a, there's an anecdote about... A, about um, an anecdote, if you will. An anecdote. <laughs> About a fan talking to him and, be, and, and being like, I will sign you an autograph for you, but you must never watch those movies again because they will rot your brain. Did you um, ever have you ever listened to the um, or read his mm-hmm. autobiography, his diary? No, <clears throat> he's pretty. This is the book you're looking for. He basically goes like, uh, March the thirty first. I went shopping to spa. I bought a pizza, some chips, some bread, some milk, a newspaper. I came home, put my feet up. And read the paper. In the paper was the crossword. I did the crossword. Then the next day I'll be like, April 4th. Went to lunch with Winston Churchill. (laughs) (laughs) April 6th. Went to the spa. Bought some milk. And he's like, give me the detail about the Winston Churchill (laughs) bit. Not the going to the shops bit. They've all been redacted in the interest of national security. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But he's pretty good. Went Went to dinner with Oscar Wilde. No. Oscar Wilde well not Oscar Wilde <laughs> but you know what I mean it was like he went to dinner with someone is that, really is that when he started getting dementia yeah <laughs> <laughs> started inventing his, his, his diaries get really interesting and a bit out there towards a bit repetitive towards the end towards the end Look, Tuesday, went to the spa, rented a movie about robots that <laughs> fight for democratic that, control. That boy down the road likes that film. That'll show him, the little bastard. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> Wednesday, met Jesus. <laughs> Literally, that's what he's talking But you have to listen to the recording of it. Because oh he's so God. dismissive of, like, I went, oh. I went to dinner with Elvis Presley. Thursday, Went to the toilet. <laughs> and then just will go on about it. Had a lovely shit. Lovely shit. The greatest shit to. I've ever had. I'm Alec Giller. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to watch, Would you like to watch me shit? No. Did he like the oh, film right. in the end? I, never I don't that. believe he did. No. I think he kind of hated Do you think, it. Well, the irony of, like, if, if someone had gone from <clears> the future and said to him, you know that guy Harrison Ford that you don't really like? He's going to make more money out of this whole thing than you, anyone involved ever. And Alan Guinness made the most money from the first one, didn't yeah, he? In terms of the actors, yeah. That's he, how he, thought, <coughs> he was how like, I'll before. do it if I get like 80% of the profit. 80 pounds. Of, of the, of the, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, all right, okay. Do you know how many pizzas that will buy me from the spa? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many times I'll be able to rent robot jocks? <laughs> <laughs> 14 do you, do you know how far 80 pounds goes in 1977 money I bought half of London <laughs> I could buy a copy of Robot Jocks <laughs> or maybe he made Robot Jocks <laughs> off the <laughs> yes, that anecdote is he must promise me never watch those movies again don't watch your brain and then he reached into his bag and put me a chest <laughs> Instead, you must watch this. This movie I just made with Claire Bowling. Watch, watch Robot Jocks. It's got Gary Graham in it. Star Trek. One day it's, he will be minor roles in terrible and alien shows. very good. Oh, God. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, my God. So, if you, want, if you want a copy of it today, if you 
want a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special, we oh. highly recommend watching it at least once. It's on YouTube. Have a, yeah, there's versions on YouTube and Daily Motion, but they do get taken down often. I downloaded it. That's the, I, swear. Uh, I mean, I didn't download it. <laughs> it, it. I think it's one of those things where you can. I think it's one of those ones where you can. I did something highly illegal, <laughs> and then I downloaded the Star Wars. <laughs> you can openly admit to having a version of it because it is considered oh. a widely known cult illegally obtained yeah. movie um, I only downloaded it off YouTube because I knew it would go yeah but you will find entire you will oh. find entire um, conventions uh, like entire oh. versions of it at conventions occasionally people will sell it uh, Rift Tracks have released <laughs> the special with added commentary uh, and like Guy says if you've got the, the big box set the Blu-ray box set for the complete saga the big buttery Blu-ray the, box uh, set the, the entire FET cartoon is an easter egg in that box set so oh, yeah look in they digitally remastered it as well didn't they yeah, yeah. it's, it's the only portion of it to ever be released officially in any format it's a shame that because they, they digitally remastered that and chucked it out on DVD for a fiver at Christmas oh, everyone would buy it, every you? stocking would be full with it oh, and then every big bag would be full the next day <laughs> It'd be like the Atari landfill. <laughs> like, that's what it'd be. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? It would totally would. In the like three hundred years in the future, and mankind has wiped itself out, and they dig up this big. It's like, I don't... <laughs> is there ever, ever, ever any evidence of life? I don't know, but there's a lot of copies of the Star Wars on <laughs> That's what killed everyone. Did you, there's actually a documentary where they they. They excavated the Atari. Yes, I haven't seen it. Um, it's pretty good. It's just yeah. full of copies of ET. Isn't yeah, it? Much, ET no, it's like full, like fully functioning Wasn't boxed it? Ataris. Like they, they... was it? Because I thought it was just the ET game that they. No, all, it was. They it thought was, was going to be really huge. It was. It, that was what put the nail in the in the Atari coffin. Oh, I didn't. And know after that. they went under, they just dumped a shitload of hardware and games. So that in a, ET in killed landfill. Atari. Yeah, Crikey. because they pushed for it to be done really too quickly. <laughs> by one guy oh, and it was shit um, oh. oh god uh, just two last facts about it before I totally forget oh three I'll give you three so that Star Wars Holiday Special makes a really nice appearance in the Weird Al music video White and Nerdy he's buying it off a, uh, a dealer in a back alley he's <laughs> in a brown paper bag when he opens it it's the Star Wars Holiday Special um, the Lego Star Wars like DVD film thing <laughs> uh, the Yoda Chronicles includes a scene in one where a character interrupts Chewbacca's family uh, eating cake sitting below a banner that says Happy Life Day. Um, and best of all, George Lucas tried to legitimise it a bit in episode three. Oh. Because uh, obviously Kashyyyk's in episode three. There's, no. there's fights on the Wookiee planet. And according to a bunch of the notes yeah. in various books and things like that about the film, um, Itchy is apparently uh, in the battle uh, piloting a uh, jet uh, catamaran. Catamaran. Um, catamaran, that's the one. But th- there's no shots that sort of go... It's not that... a Star Wars thing, the catamaran should be... Like, I'm not being a Star Wars thing, that catamaran's a real kind of boat. But like, that's a, that's a real life thing. people, you know, what he were. The catamaran's a real thing! But there's no shot that, there's no shot that goes like, there he is, but apparently he's one of the pilots. Isn't one uh, of them... And, and one of the cross-section books says that the Wookiee mind evaporator was used for training... And that's, oh, the, that's, that's the, the dirty VR video thing. The, the itchy puts on and watches the dirty video one. Yeah. 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 Oh, Isn't gross. one of them one of, you know, in the, um, I can't remember if it's episode one or two where they have the floating yeah. parliament. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're going with this. Aren't there oh, some of those, aren't some of those, uh, Wookiees? Uh, in there. From the holiday special. Uh, and also there's ETs in there. There's ETs in there. Yeah. Yes, there are. There, there are. are. And they're, they're going, oh, yeah. and someone goes, uh, so, uh, now we've approved that reform. ET, how's the Atari game? <laughs> 
Join the council. <laughs> Just join the council. <laughs> That's what it, yeah, his, his, his neck goes up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor E.T. Isn't it funny to think like, E.T. ruined Atari? <laughs> I think that's really odd. He wrecked it, bro. Oh. Left its asshole in ruins. Oh, God. Matt, Christmas special. Uh, no. The Eddie Christmas thing. Um, the Christmas thing. That's a Christmassy thing, Matt. Uh, your swine. Um, your swine hunt. I'm Matt. Gonna, oh. I'm going to move away from, uh, from Christmas. And I'm going to talk about a little book. <clears throat> what? Reading? What's wrong with you? But it's a book with pictures. All right. Okay. You might even call it a comic book. Uh oh! Oh god! Oh, I cheating, go no. make a cup of tea. Uh, it, <laughs> it's uh, if I cup of tea, you mean gentleman Jack? I'll go and make a tea. It's, it's a very short, but very charming and very sweet and wonderfully illustrated. Uh, Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs. Oh yay! My mum's favourite thing, and we have to watch every year at Christmas, is the snowman. Yeah, mm. I like I like the snowman and. I Hello. Think, I think he's better I was, than I was, Father Christmas. I was a little boy once. I'm going to tell you the story about it. Was the, it was? The snowman. Are you a David Bowie? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose they just asked me to do it and here I am with the scarf is, Why is he in it? Did he write the fuck not? Did he write the walking <laughs> Because he was waiting for, he was waiting for, um, <clears throat> for Bing Crosby to show up. <laughs> Rubble bum bum. His, what was his wife called? Azal or something? <laughs> what was she called? Iman. Iman. Not Azal. I have this. Azal is the Azal is the demons. The demons. <laughs> the demons from Davos. <laughs> Iman, who uh, was in Star Trek Six. Oh Jesus. Yes. yes. Star Trek Six is pretty good. It's a good film. It's pretty good. That's a good Christmas film. <laughs> is it just, no? just, uh, well watch it on at Christmas and it will be <laughs> so is t- Christmas still a thing in the Star Trek universe are they are, are, are now are they all moved beyond religion I don't know actually I'm going to have to watch them their birthdays obviously that's not really religious <laughs> that's not religious <laughs> they do. Um, um, do they have Christmas in Star Trek I don't think they do have they ever done a Christmas original series Christmas in Star Trek. Because in Doctor Who they do, obviously. Yeah, but in Doctor Who is like, so much of it is set in the modern day of Earth and past of Earth, so. Do they have Christmas in Star Trek? Well, they have Christmas in Heaven. How do you know? Because I've seen that Monty Python. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is factually based. Every single day. (laughs) It's Christmas in Heaven. There's great things on TV. The Sound of Music every hour. And and Jaws Jaws 1, 2, and 3. I'm going to Google um, uh, whether <laughs> Star Trek has ever done anything Christmas. Um, no, while you do that, Raymond Briggs. No, Raymond Briggs is, is the untold Star Trek story master. <laughs> so, Father Christmas and its sequel, Father Christmas Goes on Holiday, which I didn't have as a kid, so I'm not as familiar. Have with. they animated that one? They anima- the, yeah, the they do Father Christmas and is both of them. The animated film, Father Christmas. Gotcha. Is both of them. Gotcha. Um, Who uh, voices him? Uh, oh, it's someone gruff. Uh, it's not, it's not Ray Winston, is it? But it's what no, it sounds like. Oh, like. that! It, <laughs> I can uh, confirm that there is no Christmas. In it, time. it was another dude. Um, <laughs> I'll, conf- I'll uh, tweet. I'll um, what's it? It so it's <laughs> and it's you know it's it's straightforward. It's simple. There's nothing. There's no edge or bite to it really. It's just like he's a he's an old man and he's a bit curmudgeonly. Yeah. And it's implied that he's a widower because there's no Mrs. Smith. Claus. Mel Smith. Mel Smith. Voice. <clears throat> it, another blooming 
Christmas. That's that one, isn't it? Yeah, I'm that's remembering the one. it. That's the one. I remember um, it. Clarence, I want to live again. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. Get I don't I, I, <laughs> I I think I've ever seen it. Remember, it's a bit depressing. Yeah. Does he die at the end? No. <laughs> it's not when the wind blows. Stabbed it's to death not. in the face. And um, children, if you're good this year, he still won't come. Yeah, he's you, fucking dead. If you look <laughs> at his rancid cup. If you want to have a look at Raymond Bridges' dark side, go and read When the Wind Blows. Well, there's no that man. Will, that I mean, will, well, that's well, true. Yeah. The snowman is pretty um, dark, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, that's a lovely tale about us. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's dead. He's, um, he's melt. He's not only dead, he's actually completely obliterated. There is a little bit of darkness to, to it because it's like, he's... There's a loneliness to Father Christmas in it. Yeah. Because, it, it, like I say, it's implied that he's a widower because there's a picture of Mrs. Claus on the wall but she doesn't appear in the story at all. That's quite dark. Isn't there's, it? Just his, there's just his dog and his cat. Sorry, um, Matt, I'm just going to drink Sarah from the bottle. That's all right. And he... Um, no he, creak. He, he, no creak, straight for the bottle. Um, How can you give me they'll one? They'll have seen that by now. Yay! They'll have seen that it's, by now. Would you like some more, yeah, right. Um, oh, it's Christmas, everyone! It's Christmas in heaven. Hip, hip, this hip, hip, gentleman hip, hip, Jack right. on TV. I uh, tell you what, if you could, if you got this sponsored by a gentleman Jack, I would come and do this. All no the time. one respectable would ever sponsor this show. Oh! Have you heard what we talk about on here? What are you talking about? B and M sponsoring um, this episode, aren't they? Um, but no, the, the great thing about it, there's a love, there's a there's a loneliness to the love triangle. There's a, there's a love triangle between him, the cat, and the dog. Uh, <laughs> How Christmassy! But like he's he's kind of grumpy and he's like, but he's like curmudgeonly in a way. He's like, but, I, but he loves his job. Now, can you define? There are two forms of grumpy. Yeah, one which works and one which can lose you 1.5 million viewers. <laughs> the first version is yeah. William Hartnell. Grumpy, which is more like, um, uh, kind of, um... Father Christmas in the Raymond Briggs story. Is that, is that what he's like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not like Peter Capaldi, grumpy, where no, everyone goes, I don't really like this show anymore. He's not like angry at people, but he's like, oh, blooming Christmas. Here. So he's crotchety. But then he, but yeah, he's crotchety. Mm. But then he, but he loves getting into the And like, the last stop, the last... <laughs> <laughs> Bob Crotchet uh, Bob, Cr- Bob, Bob Crotch Crotchet Bob Crotchet as played by um, as played as played it by it sounds like I'm opening a can of bitter as played by Little Kermit <laughs> opening a can of opening a can of special brew um special brew <laughs> uh, but no he, the last there's a love it's, it's, oh. it's just full of lovely moments like the way like he, he stops and has a conversation with the milkman who's on the early morning rounds at one point and um <laughs> And there's also and his last oh, stop. Yeah. His last stop on his rounds is Buckingham Palace, and he's and he's like he says it. He's like he's got a little back in his eyes. Oh, oh. <laughs> the flag's flying. They're in. And it's can just, I be honest? It's lovely. Can I be honest? This sounds really fucking boring. You're okay, fine. How dare you, really sir? Boring. No, but it's depressing. <laughs> it's like crotchety loads of arse. No, but it's it's it's, not, it, it's got that Ribbon Briggs art style where everything's round and friendly and sort of curved. He's got, got, got the red ruby, ruddy red nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lovely art and I wish I, I really wish I still had my copy of it. I'm really sad that I don't. Um, but it, there's, what, DVD? No, the, the book. Oh, the book. The book. Um, I've not, I don't think I've seen the, the animation, the animated version of it, but I, I, I used to read the book as a kid religiously over Christmas. 
Like I just sit in the covers and just read it, and it's then an read it again. Take on the word religious, and then read it again, and then start praying. And draw. you reading about? And then draw the sigils in my flesh. <laughs> well, you'll see Martin was bleeding. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. I have these gifts for you. <laughs> <laughs> kid has like a version of Santa Claus. Wow, this is going out at Christmas. It's really offensive. <laughs> every version of, <laughs> of, 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 of every kid has a version of like Father Christmas or Santa Claus in their head that's, that's informed by a certain piece of pop culture. Mm. Yeah. Like every, for some kids it's like the Father Christmas of Miracle on 34th Street or it's the Santa Claus the movie guy or it's the Coca-Cola Santa. Yes. Or whatever. Which was like the original one. Mine my Santa that of my the, the Father Christmas of my mind was the Raymond Briggs <laughs> yeah, Father right. Christmas. Yeah. Because that's the only place he exists. Why do I find no that funny? The Father Christmas in of my mind. mind. <laughs> that's a, like a horrible image. <laughs> Well, that's it. I've sp- I've spoken <laughs> enough about my misspent youth. Your boring old Raymond Briggs blooming filled every year. Touching yourself reading the book. There was also another another kids book that I liked a lot at Christmas. I can't remember the name of it. So oh. help us out if you is if you can. Although none of you are fucking old enough because you're all children. I don't um, think of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call it. Hey, stop listening. <laughs> It was a, it was a book about a postman who delivered letters yeah. and like, but it was, but it because it was a kid because it was a kid book. Fully enough, fully enough, this postman delivered letters. Yeah. Um, but because it was a kid's book, like you, all the letters were in the book. We're on fire. <laughs> all the letters were on fire. All, all the letters were in the book. So as he delivered them, he took them out of the book and read them as a, 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 oh, okay. a like a pop-up book. But you pulled the letters out and it was the thing. And it was a, it was a, there was, there was. <laughs> there was there was a book about him, and but the one I, and then there was a sequel, which was the Christmas one, and the one I had was the Christmas one. So that was another one that I read at Christmas. And it's all about him delivering like letters between families over Christmas and like Christmas cards and things like that. And that was pretty cool. Uh, but I can't remember what it's called. If anyone can remember what that's called, I know because I've forgotten. That's me talking about. That's me talking about Christmas books because I've got the piss taken out of me. That's you talking about every book you've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> just like just those two. People, people ask me. People oh. ask me, "Have you read Lord of the Rings?" And I nodded, and I'm lying. <laughs> Never read it. No one's read Lord of the Rings. Right. I attempted to read. The I, actually have, I actually have read Lord of the Rings. Can it's... you read the book faster than you can watch the film? Uh, the no. first eight chapters of the Two Towers are basically they ran over that hill. The hill was incredible. Here's an eight-page description <laughs> that is genuinely well written about how beautiful the view was. Right. Oh, by the way, they're running over this hill. <laughs> Chapter twelve. They ran over the hill. I'm like, oh, it's God. a real, it's a really weird one in that it's um, uh, <laughs> it the you can he paints see amazing him. pictures, but he can't pace for dick. You can you can see yeah, his pacing's fucked because you can see him as he gets towards the end of the as he gets further through speeding up, <coughs> and what used to take two chapters now takes half a page, mm. and he just like just fucking tears it through the end of the book, <laughs> just going so quick just got and skipping over the. Was he, he 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 started writing it and then was like and he got to a point where he's like oh, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> like, Fuck it, threw it all out. I'm gonna start again from really? the beginning. Yeah, and then started again and got a little bit further. And was like oh shit, I don't know what to do. 
Oh, fuck it, start again. Boom. And then start again from the beginning. That's, it took him 12 years to write it. Jesus. So, because he kept starting over. So by the, by the end of the book, he's like, oh shit, I have to, I have to finish this. And uh, <laughs> and then there was a big fight and, and these people died. And then this person was alive. And, uh, oh, and, this, and then, uh, the, then the, the gates fell and Frodo was ringing. And then, oh, there's eagles and eagles and eagles flew in and took Frodo. And then he went home and everyone gave Frodo a blowjob. And then... <laughs> and then now, my favourite scene of the film. Then, or, or as they call it in the, in the Hobbiton, a Bilbo job. Yes. Oh, and, no. then, and, then, and then they went back to the Shire. And the Shire was burning and Saruman's like, here for um, no reason. In and that little Britain thing, which is how many pages... 400 J what's his name J.K. Tolkien or whatever it's called <laughs> Mr. Tolkien 406 right then a massive eagle flown in and stole them all and stole the ring how many pages 407 Mr. Tolkien no oh, that'll do every step to that's fine oh, how many movies will that make five <laughs> right then Mr. Shitting on Raymond Briggs' <laughs> grave Listen, I... Name a Christmas special movie book or thing that you enjoy, sir, that you recommend well, to we... the gentle <coughs> listener I this think, here episode. I think it would be cretinous of us <laughs> and uh, so forth. Not to just... Because I don't... I can't think of anything else. Um, <laughs> but we should talk about Doctor Who. Can we talk about Doctor Who? Is that oh, right? well, it's time for our special item. Matt and Chris, two lifelong Doctor Who fans, reluctantly answer Doctor Who questions. Oh, do you not like talking about that? And the question was, do you want to talk about the two Christmas specials? Our answer is... Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Because you watched... Oh, pardon me. We all watched. That's the problem. I've not seen... I've not seen Husbands of River Song. Well, that's better about that. So, I've seen the rest of them. Now, 100% pure uncut not all. We all remember the... The joy. What was that? The cat. Over. I hope it was uh, the cat. It was just the cat just having a half sec. Um, Substance. The joy of the Christmas invasion, which we've all indulged in. We did in indulge the in it. Pat the last time we gathered around this here microphone in this here room together, yeah. in fact, was for ten is ten. Indulging in it. Yeah. But it's become if like... If you subscribe to us there on iTunes, you can just scroll further down the feed and you'll mm. find it. Mm. But it's become like a <laughs> Christmas tradition now. And not one that... Many of us welcome. Not anymore. No. To be fair, none of us really welcome Doctor Who anymore. Mm. All right, calm your tits. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so the, ba- the my, background wallpaper. Calm my... down, right now. <laughs> <laughs> left one. Go back to sleep. So, Chris, <laughs> you you watched um, you rewatched one the other day, didn't you? That you Ooh, thought was very good. Like yeah, I enjoy I enjoy going back to Muppets. Um, I enjoy a, a Christmas Carol quite a bit, Doctor Christmas Carol. It is a mm. bit cheeky. It does push the rules a bit <clears> much with the whole changing time in in quite a severe way. And all oh, yeah, because he never does that every other episode. Oh no, but I'm well, except when he can't because of the plot. Well, pr- well <laughs> I was going to say prior to that one, there is prior to that series, there is quite a clear thing of like there are fixed points. I can't interfere with this. Yeah. There are certain things where the flow is different, <coughs> things can change, but certain things must be, and like Waters of Mars makes a very big point of going, this is why sometimes it's okay and this way isn't, and it's really just because different writers, different strokes for different folks, but in that episode they sort of go, this is why it happens, people. Mm. So we can all go, alright, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and Christmas Carol, it gets the line again, um, but... God, but it's kind of nice stuff in because there. he wants to say, "Oh, I want Matt Smith to roll down my chimney on I know, Christmas all Day covered and in soot and, and, <laughs> and Sue." I was and scampy and, 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 and sweet. 
Because to me, it wasn't really... Oh my god! <laughs> She's dead! How did you get there, sweep? <laughs> Someone pull him out! And then, to me, I don't... we all forgot Butch. Um, the fuck's Butch? Oh, who was that? Like, alright, so I'm Butch. Oh, yeah. well, I'm, an evil, die, like. I'm an evil bulldog for some yes. reason. Alright. Um, <laughs> just bring back Budger and Badger. Then. But yeah, the Doctor Who Christmas special, always a good little bit of... Uh, actually, no, it's been rubbish for the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Probably think if you want to watch, I think forgivably shit. If you want to watch one, whack on Christmas Invasion. It's, it's not Christmas special, but Unquiet Dead. That that's very that's set at Christmas. Oh yeah, isn't it? he always pitched that as the uh, first ever proper Christmas special. It's true, despite the fact it went out nowhere near Christmas. <laughs> well, no, it's set it's set at Christmas and it's about Dickens and Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, I'm, oh, I'm with you on that one. I'm with oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, oh, yeah, it can't I'm, be a Christmas I'm special if it didn't fucking go out at Christmas, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm sure Raymond Briggs didn't only write his fucking dumb no, as a but that's not a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Mary, well, how tells the book going, Raymond? Mary, I can't write. It is not Christmas yet, you fucking bitch. I'm not disputing. Talk. I'm not disputing that it's a Christmas story. That's why, that's why he keeps looking. I'm, that's why he keeps looking down at the picture of Mrs. Claus like she's gone. Because in real life, his wife had gone, I'm sick of your shit, Raymond. You've only wrote on Christmas Day. I'm, I'm not disputing that it's a Christmas story. I'm just saying it can't be a Christmas special. No, you're just being petty about <laughs> So, Christmas Invasion is a great one. Yeah. Um, as, far, as far as like standalone ones, Christmas Invasion... I'd give Voyage of the Damned a look in as well. It's a Christmas romp where everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spoiler. In standard rusty fashion. Because um, um, Runaway Bride, Runaway Bride's good as well, but it doesn't yeah, feel as... Cri- well, then again, it's got the pilot fish and the baubles on the tree. Do you know what? Any of the Russell era Christmas specials up to up to End of Time Part 1. They're warm you your could, heart. You could randomly they? whack on and enjoy. They do warm your old Runaway Bride suffers from that it blatantly being really sunny when they filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. It? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> It's not, it's not when we ever get fucking snow at Christmas anyway. Whereas Moffat always seems to have gone down the sort of metaphor kind of... Apart from the snowmen, which actually I thought was quite good. Oh, those good. On, yeah, on repeat watches, right. watch, really I don't good. enjoy it as much because I'm like, you got Ian McKellen and he's voicing a bauble. Yeah, but they got Richard Grant and he's... Yeah, but it's, it's, it keeps the tradition of, you got Michael Sheen and he's voicing a voiceover. He's voicing a voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just a voice. But that aside... You got Peter Serafinowicz and he's voicing a wishbone with a skirt. What is this? What was he in it? The Fisher King. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Barry and Anna's here, everyone. Hello, everyone. It's me, Barry and Anna. Oh. I've just come to wish you all a Merry Christmas. You look a little bit like Father Christmas, don't you, Barry, with your little beard yeah. and your hat? Yeah, I was a cute. It was suggested that I look a little bit like someone from the Taliban. <laughs> but I'm not. The only terror I'll be inflicted on you, Chris Johnson, is a lovely banana. <laughs> but oh. where's it going to go? <laughs> I'm, I'm technically a children's character, so I can't <laughs> participate in that. It sounded a bit like uh, Bernard Manning. So <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I'm, done, when I'm not with Danny. I forget how to speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, I've got to go. Star Trek some. All right. See, see you later. later. That's a trait of yours now, isn't it? See you later. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One for the fans, though. One for the See you fans. later, Barry. Later, Barry. Oh, later, Barry. One man. for the fans and one for the dads. See oh, you on a new television series next year, which I haven't told Chris about yet. Bye. Oh, God. Um, right, I'm throwing in one of my Christmas staples. Did you notice how I, when you threw it to me, I threw it back at you? Yeah. Because I ran the out of The segue doesn't work if you acknowledge it. <laughs> 
We'll edit that out. What's one of your no, Christmas staples, Chris? Gremlins! Yeah! Gremlins is one of my favourite yes. movies. It's the theme tune for Gremlins. Great tune. Oh, yeah, and then they chuck in like the Chinatown sort of... Because I'd never seen Gremlins 2 until I lived with you here for a while. Gremlins 2 is phenomenal. Gremlins 2 is one of my favourite sequels. Gremlins 2 is a ruddy, bloody great film. Um, I... <laughs> and, uh, Bernard Manning, everyone. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to see the wire. Gremlins is set at Christmas. The movie takes place on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Oh, right, it takes place on the, um, well, the, his dad, the week before Christmas, then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Because his dad, isn't it that his dad is trying to find him a Christmas present and he buy it? He can't, is he it's can't while he's in Chinatown and it's implied like he's in, in the big city somewhere. He's in the Chinatown. He's trying to yeah. flog his invention, the bathroom buddy. Oh, that's right. And that's uh, right. and he, he can't. He's trying to sell it. He tries to sell it this uh, this sort of curi- old curiosity shop in Chinatown. <laughs> and he's also while he's there, he's like, I'm looking for a present for my kid as well. Like while I'm here, he's in the new recommend. He hears the singing. And he's like, What is that? And the guy's like, Mogwai. He's like, Oh, I'll, I'll have it. And the shopkeeper's like, No. He's like, All right. And his grandson's like, Like meet me around the back. And he gives him the money and he takes it. He says like, Okay, just have it. Like we need the money. My grandpa's been stingy. Ignore him. But just remember, there's three things you need to do: keep him away from bright lights, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. Whatever you do, don't get him wet. And no matter how much he cries, no matter how much he begs, never, ever feed him after midnight. But then, when does it roll over? Good luck, Mister. They mock that in the second one. Leave it alone. This is the first one. (laughs) (laughs) What about if he's like uh, flying in a plane? He eats something before midnight. He gets a sesame seed stuck in his teeth. Yeah, yeah. And then they cross over another time zone. It's midnight somewhere, right? Um... God, um, <laughs> I love that second movie so much. The second movie, they rip the piss out of it, and then that Gremlin just bursts out of the control panel and interrupts it. I really like Gremlins right. Three: Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers is great, and I will hear no bad word against. Oh, no, I love it. it. I genuinely love it. I think it's a great spiritual successor to the Gremlins. It's basically Gremlins Three. It is Gremlins Three. It's Joe Dante. It's got bloody uh, Dick Miller in a cameo in it. It's like this is this is Gremlins. Fell off the back of a truck. I watched it again recently. And I'm like, oh, fucking I... David Cross is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, great. I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. He's Gary who Graham. Who are uh, greetings from uh, Robot <laughs> Jocks? Yeah. Jesus, you still can't get your head around the fact that that's the movie that exists. I'm just gonna have to watch that when I get home. It's great. Who are you? It's not. I'm great. just. I've got a bottle of Jack Daniels in the uh, cupboard, uh, some Coke, and I've Jack Daniels and Coke, smoke a lot of cigarettes, just watch Robot, Robot Jocks. Jocks. <laughs> uh, I'm probably on loop till uh, one of us is dead. <laughs> One of who? Neil Clairvoyant. Whoever shoots first. You are no one. Right. Oh god. So yeah, he takes the takes the Mogwai, gives Mo back to his son. <laughs> Billy's looking after it, and inevitably, like he gets he gets wet, he gets water on him, and he multiplies. Yeah. A bunch of tiny ones pop out of his back and grow, and they're kind of like him. They're sort of cute, but they're nastier little <clears> bastards. <throat> And they trick him into feed, being fed after midnight, and they turn to these horrible things, and they run amok in small town America in Kingston Falls on Christmas Eve, murdering and breaking stuff and having a whale of a time. And it's great. It's so good. It's like, very good. Oh, God. It's, like, it's, where they're, it's where they're attacking that, where the police are finally sort of seeing it happen, and they start attacking that dude who dressed <laughs> up as Father Christmas. Oh my god, he plays Santa every year. And they're just like clawing at him. 
And, and he's at the window, he's banging on the side of the police car. He's got like four or five money. He's like, oh, me up. And he, he's, he's on his knees. And there's one of them just sort of on the, on the top of his head that's looking through the police car window going, ah, 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 it's like mugging. And the policeman just slowly winds the window up as this thing's just staring at him, grinning. It's mental. Mrs. Deagle getting killed on the bloody stair lift. Oh, like they God, play yes, the electrics no. yeah, and then the yeah. carolers at the front door and it freaks her out. She's like, oh, they've come for me. The soul's implication that Satan's come to get her for all the sins she's committed. She flies out the top of the stair lift, smashes through the window. Oh, it's so good. It's just brilliant. It's amazing. And the, the, especially the best oh. scene in Gremlins, because the Gremlins is a... Is a it's one of the movies that invented um, PG-13. The reason we have I was yeah, ask you the 12 why, certificate in what, general. Uh, what uh, certificate it was. It was uh, it, that movie and Temple of Doom, same year, uh, 1984, and uh, those two movies. Because Gremlins was a summer movie. I thought it was Batman that was the original PG-13. <clears throat> no, Batman was, uh, Batman was way after. It was Because uh, in America at that oh, no, point... Was t- that was 12. Wasn't 12 invented for Batman? Possibly. I think sure. so. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Because there was um, only PG and then... 15. In, in Britain, there was... PG oh, no, no, because Batman, Batman was a 15 in the UK. Yeah. Batman Returns. Maybe it was on, maybe it was on uh, the old VHS. It, and, uh, well. Oh, no, no, it was, it was 15. Because I remember being really chuffed as a kid that my mum was letting me watch it. And I realised later on it's because she was an ignorant sod. Uh, she just let me watch it. Just like, there you go. It's Batman, oh, in it. That'll be fine. Was she married to Raymond Briggs? <laughs> well, oh, um, for a short time. She down. was, but wow. not anymore. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> but, but you know, Gremlins and Temple of Doom freaked families out over the summer, mm. and the American ratings board were like, "You need to invent a new rating that will warn younger kids that maybe it's not for them." Mm. And they were like, oh, "Okay, so they they were a PG. It was PG and R rated at that point. I think in the states it was it was sort of yeah. I think I think, they, I, think I think they had G rated, which meant just sort of general audiences, which mm. is their version of U certificate uh, based on the BBFC one. Um, so it was it was G. Um, PG and R-rated. And after that year, they came up with uh, PG-13. <clears throat> Gremlins and Temple of Doom were the films that made that happen. Mm. Uh, and then later on, they were like, we should probably make an older one. NC-17. That's for older kids. And over here, we got... You know, NC-17? No idea what that stands it's for. Like the but that's the highest rate. And American... that written on the Star Trek Enterprise? Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but American movies that uh, but even even horror film producers try to avoid getting an NC-17 rating because it's sort of seen as the death of your movies gross. It's basically. the porn rating, basically. Because it, it, well, it's 18 certificate. Whereas over here, that's you, you rarely see 18 certificate movies nowadays because they don't sell as many tickets. Same with R-rated movies. That's why all the blockbuster mm. stuff Really? All the action movies are, are bloodless now because you don't want an R-rated movie, so the bloodless. So is that why most of the horror films are bloodless as well? Because yeah. they're like fifteens. Yeah. yeah, but then they'll sell the home. Mm. They'll sell the home editions as the unrated cut, and, and that'll be an eighteen. And but they might course, they might put a bit of blood in it and stuff but because then it's like, oh, I want that. Because in a way, it's filmed though. It's always like CGI blood and it looks shit. Yeah, um, and it's it's it was never shot to be as gory as it as it should be, mm. so it never looks right. Mm. But Gremlins is in that lovely thing where it's a horror comedy. It's a funny film. A comedy. Yeah, if you're a real. But it but it's not Hom- it's not it's not a, a horror. But it's not a brouhaha slapping your thighs, having a great time, laugh out loud film. No. It's, it's darkly, darkly funny. funny. Yeah. Um and like horrible stuff happens, but then they'll all be in the theatre watching Snow White. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. But then also the go- amazing. The go to moment of that <clears throat> film for like the dark comedy of it is the the Santa story. 
Kate's yeah. there, the story about why she hates Christmas. Yeah. Oh yes. Which yeah. Is, yeah. It's such an odd moment. Well, that's, that's the like thing. Is it, a lot. A lot of people find it to be so so odd. Like it's so breakout. Oh. Like wait, what? Because the whole film just stops while she tells this yeah, horrific. That the second film takes the piss <laughs> out of it. Yeah, you're right. With the whole she's talking about President's Day thing, and they're like, yeah, right, yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate, Kate, we have, we have to yeah, go. Yeah, Kate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> and move on. So brilliant. But um, my favourite scene in that whole movie, that just and it's so Christmas, is when the one hatches at the school and Billy's seen it, and he calls his mum, hmm. uh, and she's, I think she's in the loft. And she's on the phone. Like he's calling. He's, she's on the phone. She's looking at like the remnants of the stuff in the attic in Billy's room, like these eggs that have hatched. And he's like, "Get out of the house, get!" And you see a hand pull the phone cord, like outside. <laughs> it cuts. She can't talk to him. And all of a sudden, the gramophone downstairs, the record player strikes up and starts singing. You know, said the night to the toodle little lamb. Do you see what I see? And just like the fuck is going on. That entire sequence is amazing. Where she dispatches like two of them in the kitchen. She's great, and she, <clears> she she's brilliant. She one in the microwave, chucks one in the microwave, explodes. Didn't she blend one of them? She blends one, blends yeah. one's head. Um, she's real sort of kick-ass. <clears throat> oh, it's amazing, but of course it all ends with a knife fight with one of them in the tree. Like she's stabbing at the tree oh, yeah, as, it, yeah. as it strangles her with tinsel and claws yeah. at her face. Like this is mental. Love it. Love Gremlins. That's always my first <clears> Christmas pick. I mean, I love Nightmare Before Christmas, but... Nah, mate. Gremlins is a dark Christmas treat. Nah, bruv. It's mm. so good. It's a dark, chocolatey Christmas treat. It's it's the base. It's the buttery base. It's the buttery, buttery biscuit, biscuit base. base of Christmas treats. Um, Matthew Watson, whip out your big Christmas dick. Ooh, Put it on the table in front of us. Blimey. And while we frost it and stick a little plastic robin on top, tell us. That'll take a while to defrost. <laughs> oh, frost it. Ooh, <laughs> He's kept it in an ice bag. Oh god! No, we've been cooking it for two months. Matthew Watson with your beautiful masculine Viking esque face. Choose us a Christmas nugget. I have Swill to go... from your tablet of me and tell us. <laughs> I have to go cliche, and because you mentioned it earlier, yeah. um, because it is a true classic, um, and just an absolute gem of the John Hughes. Oeuvre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is dark yeah, as well. Yeah, to be it's fair. it's just wonderful. I mean, and so many John Hughes. I I, I forgot how much I love John Hughes stuff until I watched. Uh, and then I watched Uncle Buck a couple of months ago, and was just like, oh, that's why <laughs> I fucking love John Hughes because he made he made he made amazing movies um, with just like that were funny and full of warmth and heart mm-hmm. with lovely people who were. Usually, kind of fuck ups, like a bit shitty people in at times, or just like losers or lazy or deeply flawed. But you still loved them. Who's um, lazy, deeply flawed in Home Alone? Or the, the parents family. for a start? Because oh, they mean, leave behind their son. <laughs> oh, you mean the the, the fictional people? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, no, you said it. No, I'm calling like, Colkin at AJ. It was such a cunt. I was like, <laughs> "Are you slating the entire no. production?" To those, the accountant. Those are the characters. Terrible. The characters he he right. writes. Okay, because I was like, yeah. "Who was on the movie that was so rubbish?" <laughs> That's a really confused but like, moment. Like that family is so dysfunctional. Yeah, 
And, like, the pair, they leave him behind. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't notice. Until they're on the um, goddamn plane. And then they do it again the next year. <laughs> I actually quite But like then this. David Cameron did leave his daughter in a pub. Well, you know. He did drive off. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't have... Oh, yeah, we let him run our country. Um, well, I say we let him. Um, but, uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I quite like the sequel as well, but I'll save that for another time. Uh, although for different have reasons. a lovely day! <laughs> I love you! <laughs> oh, God, I love, to, I love you, Tim Curry. Um, it's just, it's, yeah, it, it is that great mix of like. <laughs> silliness and comedy and a little bit of threat with the thieves mm. and then but then the ridiculous slapstick violence and just what heart and warmth because it is all about family and, and and you know the people you miss at christmas being being close to them and i hadn't watched it for years and i the last christmas i spent or the, the christmas before the last one i spent in london living away from home i watched it and was like oh, i think i need to I don't think I want to live in London anymore. Because I was so... Because I was terrified of Joe Pesci's coming <laughs> I was <laughs> terrified of Joe Pesci. Just like, Raja Which he does. He does. He makes those weird noises because he Had wasn't allowed to Had you been left home alone, Matt? I had been left home alone. Had everyone gone on holiday with that? No, no. I was... I was... I was... I was with friends um, when, I last, you, when I last watched it. But I was like... Were you mentally alone? Yeah. But I... So I was <laughs> getting serious here. Um, yeah, Take a deep swig. It was that point when I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, I, I'm actually really far away from all the people that I care about the most. Like Not all the people that I care about. Obviously I have friends in London. Yeah, you didn't care. You gave a shit about the people you were. But like, the, are you publicly now, now just telling yeah, people? Yeah, I'm now taking a shit on everyone <coughs> and I'm, I'm my relationship with everyone. Me. But the people that I, I de- that I cared about most deeply and that I was closest with were all on the other side of the country. Yeah. Um, so, and then that planted the seeds to the point where the next Christmas I spent in London would, would be my last. Because I, I came home the, the, the April after. Um, are you alright now, though? Uh, no. Have you, have you, are you home alone inside? So? No, the meds are starting to kick in, though, so, <laughs> um, and <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, uh, <laughs> you don't have to spend Christmas alone again, Matt. No, I don't. <laughs> but that says a lot, though. Like, as, like an a- as an adult, you watch that movie they and touch you on that level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what John Hughes movies did, though. Mm-hmm. That's why like, they were so. That's why they're so good. But the hook for young viewers, because definitely the, hook, the appeal to that movie, and why I loved it as a kid, because I had it on VHS. Because oh. for that, at first, the hook is, oh my god, imagine if I had the whole house imagine. to myself, yeah. and the shit and I was in charge of me. That's amazing. And that's and the like, hook when you're younger. That central performance from an actor that young, and being that good. Was like, oh shit! Like he carried that entire movie on his what eight-year-old shoulders. But what I also and... like about it is that he's one of those kids' films where, as a kid, you watch it because you can relate to the way the kid is portrayed. Exactly, exactly. And as an adult, you can watch it because the kid is cute, and so it sort of works for both it, audiences. And, and you'll get something different out of yeah. it as you watch Which it. Which a lot of times, films, in your life. like I don't think that's true of things like The Goonies and stuff. And stand by me that no, they work as nostalgia. They pieces. work better as as when you were a kid or you were yeah. early teen, a sort of late teenager, uh-huh. rather than they, you know. But Home Alone, you can look at as an adult and go, "Oh, what a cute kid!" Whereas as a kid, you're like, "Oh, look, it's like." And you can look at it any age and just laugh at the horrific violence that's on display in that yeah. movie because yeah. <laughs> they would be dead before the end of the first booby trap. Yes, he would have. <laughs> <Like> he would. 
<laughs> kill them. So, and then they ramp that up in the sequel. I don't think I've ever seen this. It's just Isn't like, it in New York? Don't they lose him in New York or something? No, no he, so he goes... He's going on holiday with his parents again. Yeah. But then they get split up at the airport and he gets on the wrong plane. Uh, okay. So they end up in LA or Hawaii or somewhere. And then he ends up in New York. Right, okay. Um, and he's like... But he's got his dad's credit card. Right. So he checked himself into a hotel and then... Like, Isn't Donald, Donald Trump in it? Donald Trump's in it, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the only nice thing he ever did. <laughs> is he helps a boy find a hotel lobby yeah. in a fictional setting. <laughs> and Tim Curry's in it and he's awesome. Um, he's, he's like, like the he's concierge. He's a hotel concierge and he suspects yes. that something's Yeah, maybe up. I have seen it. Um, and it's... <laughs> oh... He's and he's, they did the, like so. The, there's the gag in the first one with the Angels of Dirty Faces movie where he plays mm. it. Um, like a lot of the same beats are revisited, yeah, but like yeah. turned up a notch. So and then in the sequel, he's got Angels with Dirtier Faces, and he uses that to scare off the hotel staff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he's <laughs> and he's and he's got the talk boy, and he so he records people saying things, then uses them to. But then the mm. the action climax of that one is like he's he's got relatives in New York yeah. and he tries looking them up like one of the first things in New York is he's got his dad he, the bag the bag that he ha- that he goes back for that gets him separated from his parents is like his dad's pa- bag of like, his dad's grab bag which has got like his wallet in and then, like his dress book and things mm. like that so he gets to New York he's like oh uh, we have family that live here I'll look them up so like one of the first things he does is he goes there tries to look up the family he's got in New York mm. but they're away and the house is being renovated so he's like oh fuck so then, when he asked, when he finds out that the thieves from the first one are, are, have been released, and they find him in New York, and they try to kidnap him, he then eventually he then goes to that house and like outfits it with all like construction. Gear. No, I mean, like, I don't, I, no, I definitely haven't. But seen it's that, like so it seems like he soaks a rope in kerosene and like sets a trap. It's like there's a big hole in the floor, like just inside the front door, because they haven't released it. So he sets a trap on that. Um, it's, he gets, it's, he, it's not like it's, it's, one of it's Batman villain levels like, of diabolical they're, they're, saying, yeah. they're climbing a rope and then he sets the rope on fire <laughs> and they fall to the ground from the roof of this tenement block I'd like to see uh, a third one there, there Where, is a third one. There is well, okay, ah, there's several ones. There's several well, there, there's a fourth ones. one featuring that character, but it's like twelve years after it was made, so it's completely new actors. Uh, yeah, they don't try to cast the ones who look like them or pretend that it's even set. Is in the, the one 90s. where they get separated and the kid ends up like in Iraq or something? <laughs> <laughs> because and he has to survive behind enemy lines. Oh I think, not only do I would I love to see that, but I think based on what you've told me and reminded me about it, I think he would survive. I think he'd beat he ISIS. Yeah, I think he'd beat ISIS. Home Alone. ISIS. Lost in an ISIS recruitment Lost in camp. ISIS. Joining ISIS. Yes. <laughs> it's like Kevin McAllister yeah. single-handedly <laughs> defeats IS. I think in a way that's what John Hughes would have wanted. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's where he was going. That's where the line of his work was going eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's wonderful. Like if, if you watch any film at Christmas, watch Gremlins. And then if you watch two, <laughs> if you watch two, watch Gremlins and then Hobbit. Well, Hobbit. my friend Danny Sim would say watch Love Actually as well. Oh, right. Come Is on, that going to be yours? Champion Love Actually, actually mine. Do you know, I never Bye, seen, do you know, I never seen it ever. I, I never <laughs> seen even it. better. Right? Champion. No, but I have now seen it. Oh, but but I've never seen it. And now Christmas is all around you. I was always led to believe that it was rubbish. I was always told that Love Actually was rubbish, right? And it was always on ITV2. It's always on ITV2. Hmm. Always. Like Gremlins was for years on Channel 5, because Channel yeah. 5 had it. 
It's so every Christmas it'll be like eight all times. Time. Yeah. So Danny Sim, the old mate Danny Sim. Hey, hey, Jim. Hey, he says to me, Love Actually is brilliant. I went, you know what, I've never watched it, but if you like it, I'll watch it with you. So we mm. sat and watched it about two months ago. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. It's great. What a brilliant. Yeah, it's great. What a, what it's, very, it's, it's got a huge slab of cheese involved. And, yes. And the, um, the Andrew Lincoln, Kieran Knightley stuff's a bit yeah. problematic and stalkery. <laughs> and it's very um, 90s kind of cheese, isn't yeah. it? Even though it's like mid-2000s, <clears throat> it's carried over a certain And also, she, she's a right old bitch. Oh, yeah, she? yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, she gets married to his mate. He comes around and does all the thing with the signage. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll snog you then. It's like, hang on a minute. You've, it's, you're doing it outside the house. Yeah. With your husband. It's. Yeah. And I was. and But I won't ruin the ending, but I was really impressed with the way it didn't necessarily end happily. No. Um, no, no. And then there's some. There's a great. The ending, I can't, I can't remember what happens at the end in terms of they do some sort of montage thing. Yeah, don't they, yeah. Which is really good. But I thought it was that perfect balance, like we've, all, we've talked about with all the films, which is. <clears throat> it's sort of cheesy, but. Squeezes. touches your heart enough yeah. for you to roll with Mr. You know Rowan Atkinson turning up as some ridiculous character or whatever that's so beyond absurd yeah. but brilliant yeah. but it all sort of it's works really and it's the, I was watching Vincent the Doctor actually before I came around here oh yeah it's the Richard Curtis brilliance of just being sentimental but not too much yeah he balances it uh, balances it with with either humour or something a bit darker mm. quite well yeah. like the whole, all the stuff with Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson and their characters like yeah. that, that moment there's an she, underlying darkness where she opens that Johnny Mitchell CD yeah. and she has to go and it's just and she's holding herself together oh yeah it's like a, she's Christ and I, that's why Emma I, Thompson I, is so good I also think when I, when I watched that scene and she's holding herself together in, in front of the kids and I sat there and I thought I wonder if there were moments where my parents and I'm sure there have been like Gave us Christmas presents that maybe weren't as good as they wanted, or and you and they were trying to hold things in. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, Christmas yeah. Day, Christmas Day is so, so. I think the reason people sometimes don't like it is if you're having a shit time, it's so hard to have a shit time on Christmas Day yeah. because yeah. everyone expects you to be happy and you don't want to ruin it, which actually somehow makes it more makes it quite stressful. Yeah. Once um, again, I'll raise my hand and remind you I'm the curmudgeon here of the group. But I think that's fair enough. If you've if you've not if you've had difficult Christmassy experiences, Christmas is hard. It's a hard time. And I don't mean it in an erect way. That's my contribution via Danny Sim Love Actually, which as I say I've never watched and I laughed and was moved by and would very happily watch again. Actually, I second that. Actually, and I think actually. that I think that probably brings us to a nice natural close. It does. Well, it better. With, with anyway. get me boost, yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> right, you beautiful swines. Thank you for joining us for Christmas. But hey, fuck, fuck that. Thank you. I wish I could read you that text message I just received. Don't read it out. We can't, can't see it because your screen's oh. off. Oh. <laughs> It's, I'll tell you in a minute. Oh God! Thank you, Father Christmas, for joining us. Oh yes, I better go. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Why has he got a new voice again? Have a lovely time. He keeps puppeteering different cadavers. (laughs) I don't know where he keeps them. (laughs) Cadavers ahoy. I've never heard them called that before. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day. See you in the new year. Tarotty boy! Big damn things! Oh, so big. Oh, you just wait till January, kids. Oh, it's a juicy one. Oh, yes. The things we'll see. (laughs)
I have such sights to show you. And a Merry Christmas to you at home. You're fired, William. <laughs>